What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at the Whatnuts. It is 6.30 p.m. on a Saturday. This is episode 89. Coming up on today's show, PlayStation has given us a buffet the likes of which the gods could only dream of, my friends. Death lose le- Fuck, I messed up, dude. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. Keep, just keep going, keep going. Deathloop is out this week, and we are live for the very first time on Twitch. So, um, for podcast listeners, if you are listening to this or watching this on YouTube, there will be things going on like that, like how me just I just screamed fuck because I messed up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, since we're live, I'm just gonna keep going. You know what I mean? So as, maybe as we could a probably professional edit. podcast host, you're yeah. j- you're just gonna yeah. keep going, keep going, yeah, like keep shooting. You know what I mean? Keep filming. Yeah. Um. Anyway, my na- we'll get to all of that in a little bit. My name is Gino Viteri, and as you just heard, I am joined by Kyle Springer. What's up, hey. Kyle? Nice shirt, Gino. Heck yeah, it's dude! A, it's, a, it's a pretty cool us. shirt you got there. Look at I have the hoodie version. Shirt. Doing your thing, I have yeah. The version. Hell yeah. Where did where did you find this shirt, uh, Kyle? Did you buy it from a, the store? A uh, a small website called a- a- Amazon.com. Okay. Maybe TJ Maxx. Never. TJ Maxx. Heard of it? Why TJ Maxx slash Home Goods. They are both pretty similar in design. What? It's the exact same design. It's the exact no, same no. Same. Kyle doesn't have a a California Oh, it what? does. I thought I, I didn't have the same controller. Stuff. Wait, I don't have the controller. Exact same stuff. I don't have the controller, dude. <gasps> Look. Yours is fake? What the Bro, hell? You got the oh, fake one. Oh, I got mine on TJ Maxx, though. You TJ Fakes. Okay. Yeah, I'm so um, as you just heard as well. Controllers. You keep interrupting me, man. Well, I, I'm, on brand, I'm, I'm on brand with the fall season because oh. I have a, I have a trick-or-treat shirt on. So. Okay, who wants, to, who wants to say hi first, Alan or Ignacio? Hi. Also, I have a DC mm-hmm. shirt. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Ignacio Rojas, what's up? How you doing, man? You have a DC I'm doing shirt? good, Gina. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm doing all right. Cool. Cool. Pretty well. What about you, Alan Busby? How are you doing? Uh, I'm, you I, feeling well, I better? Mean, as, as we already know, I'm tired, but it's it's the no, fall no, no, season. No, no, no. You're not. You're not. Well, I mean, I, You're I not mean, tired. You were tired. 30 well, minutes. Well, I mean, ago. I just because I hit my shirt being awake doesn't mean I'm not tired. Well, well we're all kind of tired, huh? I should think. Wow. Just of, of it. <laughs> of it, you know what I mean? Some of us, anyway. some of us work a lot of hours, Gino. Some of us work anyway, hard. Anyway, I wanted oh, to... Oh, calling out Gino, huh? Before, Gino. before we get into what we've been playing, I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you guys for a second. Um, except Kyle. Me and Kyle are in good, in good faith where it were. In good grace. He's in my good graces right now. Um, oh, yeah. I posted about uh, a week ago. Uh, I said, hey, Kane is coming out in two weeks. Kana. Kana. Yeah, can't, even, pronounce can't even say the name. You pronounce it Kana. Kana. No, Kana. He's just a fake Kena. fan. Kana. I make the no, watch, the trailer, you know, watch the trailer. Anyway, so I tweeted, fake hey, Kana's coming out in two weeks, by the way. Very excited. A lot of people like that tweet. I'm excited for Spooder Me. Bang, I totally don't remember if it is Kana Kina. Banger of a tweet. Um, and Ignacio says, uh, I should actually pull it up, but what do you remember what you said exactly, Ignacio? Because uh, all I remember is that you tried me. That's what I'm saying. You tried me. So uh, Ignacio I mean, tried I don't me. Think pull it up. Ignacio tried me, right? On Twitter? It's wait, you then, said it's your you said it's your tweet, right, Gino? Yeah, my tweet. Um and uh 
he said, oh, I, you, I think you meant to say Lost Judgment or something else or whatever. Uh, and okay, then yeah, I, I responded. Here. I okay, what'd here. you say? Uh, Alan, did you find it? No, I'm trying to look for it. Okay, so uh, you said, Tina comes out in two weeks, by the way. Yeah. I responded, yes, but Deathloop comes out in a week, and Lost Judgment comes out in 16 days, so... All right. And then you how said, many I'm likes did of... my tweet? How many likes did my tweet get? Two. Ah, oh, 24. What about yours? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> because it's... Okay, it's a reply. It's Stupid, a reply, dude. okay? Okay, it's a reply. so... So and then I responded with, I'm only talking uh, about Game of the Year contenders, right? <laughs> so, then I said, huh? You sure? It doesn't seem like it. Okay, so I didn't respond to that, right? Because this is my response. No, you did. I did. What did I <laughs> you say? put out a, a gift saying, that's my opinion. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. Okay, but then you tried <laughs> me again, Ignacio, because I said something else. Did I? The next day, and then you were like, how dare you? You oh. were like, how dare you? I forgot what it was about, but you said, how dare you? Yeah, Okay, so this is what I'm getting at, guys. This is what I'm getting at. Because this, this is where Alan comes in, right? Ah, uh, when you said uh, Tales of Arise and True Colors... Okay, yeah. Tales of Arise and True Colors are for me. Deathloop yeah. will have to wait. And I said, yeah. how dare you? Exactly, exactly. And it's true, it's true. So, how dare you? So, so this is what you're doing now. So you are attacking my gaming taste. And, uh, you are attacking that... taste in general. Let's be honest. Oh, okay. So there we go. That's because Gino. That's because Gino knows he's got to be controversial. It's the only way he'll get noticed. If he tries to actually be calm and level-headed, he knows that no one's gonna pay attention. Tales of a Rise and uh, Life is Strange is controversial. Uh, Says the guy that tweets eh, didn't like anything really from the PlayStation. I did not say I did not like nothing. He fucking got you. This is where Alan comes in. Ignacio's attacking my gaming taste. And I wanted... Okay, I want to go around the room right now. All right. Put yourselves in order. Accept yourself. Take yourself out of it. Put everybody else on this podcast in order of how you think their gaming taste is. So mine, from first to last, is going to be Kyle, Ignacio, and then Alan. Okay. From best to worst. Best mm. to worst gaming taste. Mm. So, Kyle, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty all right. Likes, likes yeah. some random games, likes ph photography games. Uh, you know, I'm not going to judge. Um, Ignacio, th that guy fucking plays Avengers in Fortnite. Like every other <laughs> game. And then, and and then Alan, eh, I didn't really like anything from the PlayStation Showcase. What the heck is wrong with you, Alan? Oh, hey, he, oh I, here's another thing I'm going to rail you on. Hey, hey. Kana didn't look that good. Didn't look Ken, that good. Kenna was even there. Um, was even there. Oh, God, but when you said that that one time, it broke my heart for real, man. It broke my heart. When you said the gameplay didn't look that great. Oof, my gosh. Uh, how can you watch a for? We'll get into it, but a trailer for First Pogan and not think it's it looks freaking incredible, the gameplay. It looks good. Okay, all right, that's all I want to hear. Gino, we'll Sam says it. you're kind of we'll quiet. Sam says I'm kind of quiet. Yeah. If I raise my game good, good. anymore, can you wait? Hang on, I might, I might be Discord, able to change this. I might be able to fix yeah, it. I think, I think you can. Because if I there, raise my game anymore, there, there, I'll, I, I boosted Gino okay. up, even though he should be boosted down, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah, because I'm screaming. Yeah. So okay, yeah, because if I raise it anymore, then I'm gonna be in the red on Audacity, and that's not gonna sound good, you know. Um. Anyway, so. Alan, yeah. Worst, best to worst gaming taste. 
Meg National. Are we, Meg National are you doing this? Come on. So it, because it, Ignacio does play a lot of good games and a lot of different style games instead of the mainstream, I'm going to have to put Ignacio at number one, and then I'll put Gino, and then it's going to be Kyle at the bottom. Oh, <laughs> wow. I thought I would be even Even though Ignacio is okay. a huge dick and attacks me all the time, I'm still going to put him at number one for <laughs> hey, gaming taste. You got to respect it, though. You got to respect my taste. Uh, I may be a dick, okay. I may be a dick, but you got to respect the taste. What about you, Ignacio? Go ahead, do it. Uh, see, I don't know whether to put Eugene or Kyle first. Because okay. to, to me, you're both kind of similar, where you both play games that I, I would say, yeah, that's that good taste, and then other games that I'm a bit questionable on. So, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm going to say Kyle first, then Gino, and then Alan. Alan, you know what you've done. You know <laughs> you what know you've what done. You do. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, okay. I, I, that, that's fair. fair. That's fair. That's fair. What about you, Kyle? I'm first, I'm assuming. Uh, you, you know, I'm probably going to put Ignacio first. I, I think him and I play similar g- 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 games for you. the most p- part. Okay. okay. I, think, I think, to be honest, you and Alan are kind of tied for that, that, that next spot, <laughs> really? though. Because you, okay. you do a lot of, like, online, like, streaming games and stuff that I, that mm. I don't play. That mm. I don't don't know or I'm not super interested in and Alan is more of the like JRPGs and action games and stuff like that which I'm just like eh I see maybe one day so so we're tied at the bottom we're both second place no third place yeah no third place that's fine that's fine that's still a that's still a bronze medal so that's good that's good Bad guy Nikki in chat. Gino is a variety gamer, though. I am. It's true. Is he, though? Is he? I am, yeah. No. How much is Gino variety is there in Final Fantasy? Is Gino a variety, is Gino a variety streamer when he literally came to Crossway one week and said, oh, I play nothing new. I just keep playing FF14. Yeah, quite yeah. a variety Ooh. there, Gino. Here's the uh, key word. Uh, uh, Alan, you just said streamer. She said gamer. So? so um, no. Entirely different mm, things. Deep. I can't. I can't play uh, scary games. I get too scared. I don't play. I don't play scary games. Yeah, what a variety. I played a very scary game yesterday. I'll actually talk about it on play. stream though. Um, not on stream. No, no. I'm uh, a Final Fantasy 14 online streamer. I, here's yeah. my flagpole, guys. <laughs> Final Fantasy 14 is my flagpole, right? And then yeah. my flagpole. You know, you you know you guys. Wait, can I can I can I make this a gag joke? Hang on, will this work? Hang on. And no, no. Keep talking, Gino. It's fine. Okay, so I have a flagpole, right? And then. And then around the flagpole, there's a lot of games spinning, right? You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, this sure. is how it spins in my head. A lot of games sure. spinning, and they all come come tie, tie themselves <laughs> together. You know, like that ball that you're done playing? You know what I mean? Tetherball. Yeah, tetherball. That one. And then they all come together hey, uh, into uh, Gino, a ball you might of want, games. Gino, you might want to repeat yourself I uh, while you were started talking there, because I was so uh, focused. I went to Discord, and I slowly lowered your volume until I, till I couldn't <laughs> even hear you. That's great. I was talking shit. I was talking random shit. Um. Anyway, uh, how long has it been? Fifteen minutes. Wow, it's crazy, guys. We've spoken for fifteen minutes already. There you go. <laughs> That's not. I'm just kidding. Um. Okay. I w- Uh. Instead of continuing to rag on each other, why don't we talk about these games that we've been playing? Um. Well, you got it. So the- what? Are you what? forgetting about the? I haven't said anything yet. 
Well, you seem like you're transitioning. There's a transition, Gino. There are yeah, fucking I rules. I was, was, the, I was about to? to ask, are we going to do the transition well, thing? Well, you took, too, you took too long. I was getting impatient. Guys, this right. is episode 89 of the p- p- podcast. We know how this goes. All right, so that was the transition, <laughs> I guess. Okay, so um, I'll go first. I'll go Why first. Yeah, um, so because I just mentioned a scary game that me and uh, uh, I played with Bad Gonky 5 in the chat over here. This game oh, so is you called... did play it on stream. No, she was streaming. She was streaming. Oh, Shout out okay, to Bagel. Yeah. Also, of course, you're time, you're, of course you're not brave enough to play it yourself. No, absolutely not. Yeah. So, um, I'll right that. I have no fear admitting that I cannot. I quit Resident Evil 8 halfway through. Variety game. Because I was not having fun. I was too scared. And you call yourself a variety game. Yep. For There's the guy who wants to write for. I don't. I watch Nikki. I watch Nikki play it, but I'm a variety gamer. They're interrupting me. I don't know what to, you know, get you get guys relax. Okay, I'm trying to podcast here. Okay, Uh, okay. Forewarned. Forewarned is a four-player survival horror game. Right? Not really survival. No, sorry. I'm gonna say horror. Let's say similar to Phasmophobia. How would you describe Phasmophobia? Um, however you describe phasmophobia, forewarned is that, but in Egypt. So you're going into pyramids, into tombs. And, mm. and, uh, and then let me just say this line right here, because this is what this game reminds me of. Let me know if you guys know this. Not even the Medjai can save you. You guys know what I'm uh, talking about? From Origins? AC Origins? What? I'm going to guess, like, from The Mummy or something. Yeah, The Mummy, The Mummy. From The uh, Mummy Ride. That's from The go. Mummy Ride. So, uh, so um, it, is, it is very scary. It's extremely scary. Um, I think scarier than Phasmophobia. Because the thing about these two games, they're ex- exactly the same, just a different skin on it, right? You are, um, you have your camera, you have your flashlight, but in this one you have a torch as well. Um, and you're going in there and you're doing these certain objectives to prove, to, to find out or discover which sort of uh, uh, monster it is. They call them Magi's, which Magi it is, right? Um, so I think it's scarier because the difference between these is phasmophobia. These are things we know, right? We're going into a house. I know what a house looks like. I know where the basement is. I know the kids' room, you know, computer room, living room. Here... I have no idea what the inside of a catacomb looks like, right? So I am, not only am I afraid because I don't know what I'm, what I'm getting myself into, right? But there is things that I have no idea what I'm going to see, what I'm going to, what I'm going to run into. So there's also traps in this one, because you're in the catacomb, obviously they have traps, you know, to, to protect the mummies from being defiled, right? Um, and... They ha- they have the different kinds of monsters, right? Like in Phasmophobia, how you have a different ghost or whatever. And these, I had no idea what they looked like. So, because they show up as a shadow, but then when they catch you, it, it's like some sort of monster or whatever. So it's very scary. It's an extremely scary game. It was just the two of us, and it was very hard. Uh, you don't make money as you do in Phasmophobia, where you just put in the ghost that you see that you that you found out it was, and then you make money from it. No, here you actually have to collect gold around the, the pyramid or whatever. That's how you make money. But yeah. we were dying left and right, dude. Left and right. Just dying. Getting attacked. Instantly. 
because they're real mad in there. You know, as soon as you you go in there, they're real mad. So uh, so yeah, uh, I wasn't gonna talk about it because it was whatever. But uh, it's called Forewarned. So if any anyone is interested in trying something different than Phasmophobia, it's a good game to try. Good game to try. Never even, never even played game. Phasmophobia, so yeah, I mean, yeah, because no. yeah, you can't like uh, there's no like you can't do like combos and stuff. Yeah, so. So I guess that's why you weren't interested. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I've also played... So I've played Tales of Arise. I didn't mention that here because I played 20 minutes. I played the first 20 minutes of it. Um, and I just want to mention from the different... From the previous Tales of Arise, which is Tales of Berseria, I believe, was the main uh, uh, the mainline game that released right before this one. This one is Leaps and Bounds. Better looking, better gameplay, better everything than the previous Tales. Like, this is a true next Tales game in the, in the franchise. And I think it's an incredible entry to new fans, as I was mentioning. Um, uh, I've heard that it's difficult, so that might be a little off-putting. But I think... Um, I think it looks incredibly good, and I'm excited to continue playing it. Yeah, uh, I only I, played 20 minutes though. I actually picked up Tales of Rise yesterday, but I haven't played it yet because I've been yeah. working so much. But yeah, I played the demo, and I, the demo was still great. I my problem is I because I was working so much, I didn't actually give the demo a fair shot. So I know the game is actually yeah. better. I just did. I just don't have the time to play games this week, so I haven't. Yeah, I haven't really given fine. it a fair shot, but I know it's going to be good because I play Tales of Exilia and Berseria, and they're both fantastic. So, uh, yeah, this one's just better than that. It's just already it's cool, the next cool. installment, you know. So, so it's definitely it's definitely a great game. Um, but yeah, I don't have much to say on it yet. Um, the one I have more to say on is Life is Strange: True Colors, which I didn't Hell just yeah. I didn't just play to, and I know you played it too, Kyle. I didn't play mm-hmm. just twenty minutes. I played an hour. So there you go. Um, wow, man. Well, Look at so, you. so I played uh, Kyle. You know, I'm sure you got in further ahead than me. Um, I, I played it. it. <laughs> oh, okay. so I, yeah. I I played to when Alex gets her that like when uh when Gabe gives her the apartment or the little you know okay. that top of bar. So that's that's as gotcha. far as I got. So you're you're kind of like uh, I would say yeah. You're you're not super far in. Yeah. You're you're still in chapter one. one. Yeah, chapter one. Yeah, yeah. So um. I just, I'll let you go off on it after, but I just, my, like, if first impressions, this game is, is a vibe. Okay, it's a, it's a vibe. Um, I Hell love, yeah. I'm a freaking sucker for games that use, uh, music as sort of a, as a pillar of the plot. Um, and this, it does that incredibly from the beginning, I'm seeing. Yeah. Um, the, the music gives the environment personality. Um, it gives our character personality. Um, the first thing that your character does is go into a record store and buy something for her brother. Um, which is Kings of Leon, which I thought was freaking cool. Um, <laughs> it's just, it, it uses music in, in a way that adds so much to the story. And I absolutely fell in love with that. I loved the music that played the first Zen moment when you're on the bridge. And then yeah. 
it tells you uh, press B when you want to leave the Zen moment. I didn't want to leave. I wanted the whole music, the whole song to play out. And I feel like that's what I'm going to be doing for every single every single time that happens. Because I did it for the, in the record store. She does it again. And I'm like, I'm going to sit here for like three minutes, dude. And I'm just going to enjoy this. I know exactly what you mean. It's, it's so good, man. And I love the acting. I love their personalities. Um, it, it, when you're choosing what Alex is going to say, you're the one making the decision, but she makes it her own, which I love. Because, and what I noticed was one of the first lines, I made a weird one. And she said something. She's like, I don't know why I said that. Because I feel like she, as a character, has her own personality that is different from me as a player or me as a person. So I find myself talking in a way that I think she would, too. And I think that different players um, playing this game are either going to do something like that or they're going to uh, make decisions based off of what they would do. Um, so I don't know how you did it. Kyle, but I see myself trying to make the decision based off of what Alex would like as, as far as I've known her. So I, I love it though. I'm loving it and I can't wait to get back into it. So you, you go gotcha. ahead. Yeah. Uh, so I played through the entire game um, and yeah, it's, it's a wonderful g game. Uh, I am a huge fan of the life is strange series. Uh, Life is Strange 1 is one of my favorite games of all time, and she you know all of them do that stuff with the music, yeah. uh, where they have moments where a song will start playing, and it's just this like really cinematic, uh, like it'll like have these like different camera angles and stuff that you don't normally see in a video game. It looks like you're watching a TV show or something. Um, but uh, it's it it's yeah, this game, I think, is one of the better ones in the Life is Strange series. I, I don't know if I'm willing to say it's the best one, um, mm. but it is. It's really cool to see where this series has gone and how it's matured in its storytelling. Yeah. Uh, just for a small bit of context, uh, the Life is Strange, the, the first game was made by Don't Nod. Uh, and then yeah. Deck Nine came in and they made the prequel. And then Don't Nod came back and they made Life is Strange 2. And now Deck 9 is coming back and they've made Life is Strange True Colors. So it's been this like back and forth call and response. And each yeah. of them have grown in their own ways and they just keep like getting better and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I had a blast. It looks great. I think it plays a lot better. Uh, it's still maybe a little slow in how fast you can walk around and stuff oh. <laughs> like that. I, I, I wish it controlled just a little bit better. It's fine. Um, but yeah, it, it, it looks miles ahead of uh, where this this whole series started. Um, yeah, it looks beautiful. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, then without spoiling things, now that I've beaten the game, I I think it does have a couple pacing issues, uh, specifically in chapter three, um, 
but then I they they're still doing something really neat in that ch chapter that makes it interesting. Um, but for the most part, I think this is their most like well-written game, well acted. And I had a blast. I teared up at the end of, of chapter two. It was cool. great. It was phenomenal. So highly, highly recommend. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to keep going with it. Can't wait. Um, Alan. Hi. Neil, the world ends with you. Yeah, I I don't have too much more to say about this. I actually played, okay. I actually talked about Neil last weekend when it was just me and Kyle, but the only thing that changed between um, talking to Kyle about the game versus when I actually played the game, or between now is, at first I watched Amy play it, but now I've actually started playing the game a whole bunch. Um, I'm not caught up to Amy, but I'm playing it wildly different than Amy. And let me mm. tell you, after now actually playing it myself, the gameplay loop is mega addicting. And I'm just punishing cool. myself hardcore. I explained to Kyle that... As you like to do, yeah. Yeah, I explained to Kyle there's a great mechanic in the game where you get these pins that, can, that are, are your, your powers that you use. And the cool part is that when you unlock the ability to alter your difficulty, the harder you make the game, the rarer pins you can get. And sometimes you can only get exclusive pins on this difficulty. So... It's actually funny that Amy's playing the game where her level's like the same level it is because you can lower your level and make yourself uh, weaker with HP and you can get right. more pins to drop and more money and everything else. So I'm, I've been playing the game on level one the entire time. I, anytime I level up, I level myself back down. And the second I hmm. unlock the ability to alter to hard mode, I went straight to hard mode. So I'm playing the game at the weakest level possible, always level one. And I'm playing in a hard mode. So I'm getting like, some of the rarest oh, pins where I'm at in the game and I'm just crushing battles. And I like the divide because then Amy started playing it this morning when I first got home from work. And because I'm stronger than her, because I have the stronger pins, she fights and she'll finish a battle and she'll go, I know it's not as powerful as, as you are. And it's like, no, no, like it's not that Amy's weaker than me. We're just playing it differently. Like I do like the contrast that because uh, you're in Shibuya, you're in like Japan and stuff. So when the game's like, oh, this person needs help in Dogenzaka, I have to pull up my map like four separate times to find out where the hell I'm going. But when I watch Amy play, it'll be a thing where it's, oh, go to Shibuya Hikari. And without looking at the map, Amy just instantly knows where to go. So I think it's funny that I'm better at like the combat because that's just the kind of gamer I am. But Amy is way better at organization, directions. Like she's just way better at knowing yeah. where to go and what to do. So I just like that contrast. But. Yeah, I've, I'm playing it. I'm still not super far in it, so I already know all the story because I'm watching Amy play the story, but can't recommend the cool. game enough. Cannot recommend the game enough. It's Sounds so good. good. Sounds yeah. good. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Ignacio, um, I expect you to die to yeah. is a game that I feel like I've heard of and seen, but I think I'm thinking of the wrong game. Can no, you, you might be thinking. You might be thinking about the right game. So I expected you to die. It was a game that came out a couple of years ago. It's a VR game, and it is very much inspired by Bond in a certain way because of the uh, the style of it. But also, it is kind of like a bit of a like an escape room. So mm, you are playing as a secret agent. It is all in VR, and it is made for you to be. None of, you do not need to move necessarily. You can. The game is designed for you to play sitting down, and so all of the levels are 
built around you sitting down. For example, for, I expect you to die one, you start out in a car, sitting in a car. And so for that game in particular, uh, and for I expect you to die too, I expect yeah. you to die too is very much all the things that you like from the first one are back here. Uh, mm -hmm. So it is very much you are put into this situation uh, where you are tasked with a mission. Uh, it could be like the first mission of the first game is you're in this car, you have to steal it. But if you try to, for example, start up the car, the a laser will, will pop up that will will kill you if you do not, not do not, nothing about it. Or in this one, for example, where the first mission is you are in an opera where you have to get info or capture this one guy, but you are tasked to be the the stage manager or the person that uh, pulls mm -hmm. up the curtains and uh, yeah. pulls up mm -hmm. all the all the audio stuff. And so you the game tests you with a, an objective, but you kind of have to figure out how you do that. Like in this one where you are in an, uh, that I just mentioned that you are in the opera, you start out sitting down, uh, right up top backstage. And so the game gives you here a, hey, these are some tasks that you have to accomplish because you are the stage manager and you have to make sure that the clock is at a certain time and at a certain color. And you have to raise the curtains only when we tell you and once you uh, complete the pre-preparation things, now you have to pull up the curtains. You have to do that. And so you have to be paying attention to what the guy on the stage is saying. When he says mm -hmm. a certain line, by the end of the line, you have to push the button that uh, goes with the corresponding uh, audio effect for that line. And so you yeah, have to cool. do that while also figuring out how to stop the evil scheme that's going on. And so at, at a certain point, this uh, giant hill head will pull down from the ceiling and it will, be, it will start out shooting poisonous gas. So you have to figure out, okay, how do I deal with that? Or, hey, now that Wait, I did it, my, my cover is blown. Now I'm going to be shoot out by the evil people. And so I have to figure out how uh, there's this uh, crossbow here with me. So I have to pick it up and there are guys everywhere shooting at me. So I also have to pick up this wooden shield this toy shield that is just there and so when they shoot you you have to shield yourself with a thing and then shoot at them mm -hmm. and so it is just stuff like that it is pretty much like an escape room you where you have to figure on, on playstation vr no i'm playing it on oculus quest but it is on playstation oh, vr see. okay okay did you just get the oculus what made you want to try uh no get, i got it VR? last year when i was in the stuff did you just uh, feel like doing vr I I really like VR. I have a <clears throat> I have PSVR here, and I think that VR can be very very cool. And so uh, yeah. the Oculus VR for me, the idea of you being able to do that just with the headset alone, it is so cool using it. Last mm -hmm. year when I got it, we me and Kyle talked about it. Uh, Star Wars, the Star Wars game, the I remember that. I forget yep. the name, but uh, and that one was pretty cool because it really made you feel like a badass with you with the two uh lightsabers being able to throw them and uh when the enemies come you can sh uh slice them it really made you feel pretty yeah. cool and so i really love that uh from vr but yeah i expect you to die i played it when it came out on ps vr and i really really liked it because it is it does 
the job so well of using VR because it is really you. Hey, you are sitting down. I can see this thing here, this thing here. Okay, I gotta pull it up. Or there are things that are pretty far away. You have the stability of kind of like a telekinetic thing, which is uh, addressed on in in the game as you have this gadget which can just grab up things and put them uh, in stasis like floating around and it is pretty cool being able to you being the one doing all these cool things it really makes you feel like a like a spy and uh there's one video that i want to pull up which really <laughs> hammers down the bond aspect of it which is the opening credits for it let me see if i can mm. put it get, in have the, the whole like big song playing while there's yeah, some like, is that so uh sexy alan i'm gonna put animation. it on live stream chat the link for the youtube video if you can pull it up okay uh let's uh let's see this yeah and this is the beginning of this of this, this is the opening of it but you pretty much play a, a mission before it, which is just getting you familiarized with the controls. And then it cuts to what you're about to see. And you have to remember, this is you there. The, uh, you can see it a bit there with the head movements and all. This is you there being yeah. surrounded with everything that's going to happen here. Uh, so, Alan, if you can just keep it a bit, skip it like a couple of seconds forward. Goes keeping it around. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So uh, it is pretty much an, a bond opening, but happening around you. And it has also a, there's a song playing. With oh, that it. is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot hear it there, here, but uh, there is also a song. And so it is very cool. And this is something that can only happen in VR. Yeah. Because here you are so immersed. Yeah. That's, That's wild. Awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, aside from that, Ignacio, do you have a, an update on your Metal Gear playthrough? Your Metal Gear. Yeah, playthrough? I just finished yesterday Metal Gear Solid Four. I talk about a bit of uh, my thoughts of it last time. One of my problems with Metal Gear Solid Four is that it is more action than tactical espionage. The game kind of expects you to uh, be more shooting people rather than uh than Stealth. sneaking around being all sneaky yeah. and that you can even see that with the with the new mechanics with the game where it has a much bigger emphasis on guns on shooting uh on the previous games you were really guns were few and far between and that's also true for ammo but here in this game they, they added the new thing which is Draven's shop which you at any time can just purchase a weapon and you, as much as you want, you can purchase ammo. So even if you are in a boss fight, you run out of ammo, you can just buy more ammo, which wasn't a thing on the previous games where it, it, uh, it was really more about not trying to evade encounters and trying to sneak around. Whereas in this one, I think that the stages themselves do lend themselves more to be action stages than uh than uh sneaking stages uh but still even with that for the time being i think that the the game for the time that it came out i think that the game was 
I can see why he got so many high scores. And also the story itself, it is still Metal Gear as shit. Even to, to the end of it, I really like how it is really them closing this Solid Snake saga. It does really feel like this is the ending of the Solid Snake saga. And we are bringing, up, bringing back people from MGS1, MGS2. We are tying every other loose ends up. And we are giving Solid Snake a send-off. And I think that the yeah. game does that really well. And so, again, this is a game that has been out for many years. Uh, everyone knows how great it is. But yeah, I'm glad I, I got to replay it now. Awesome. I yeah, I found, yeah, I found, I I found of, the trailer from 2007. <laughs> are you going to This are is you a very play, old game, yeah. Are you going to play 5 now? I'm going to play Rising next, which I have never played. Uh, and then I'm gonna go back to uh, Peace Walker, and then I'm gonna play Five. Oh, uh, Rising okay. is Rising is really good. The music in Rising is top tier. The only oh. thing of Rising that I played was the demo that came out on PS3, which Man. I really like. Me too. Me too. But, uh, Rising is well. so good. Yeah, yeah, I played it. Yeah. as well. cool, cool, cool. All right, my friends. Now we have to get into the meat of it. The real meat of it. So we're 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 doing this. We're going directly into the news but before we do that we put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make and yes we make multiple different shows here at the whatnots and we'd love it if you would check them all out you can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice when you type in the whatnots all of our shows will pop up right there just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. I want to shout out our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier and above. Is that what you want me to do, Kyle? Yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's shout out our Patreon. Don't interrupt me. You guys are interrupting me so often this episode. It's incredible. Sorry, folks. Let me shout out our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier and above. Sam Jatnamas in the chat. Thank you so much for supporting us at that tier. We are actually recording a Patreon-exclusive episode right after this. An ice cream social of sorts without uh, ice cream for some of us. Um, I don't have any ice cream on me, but Boo. I do have the best ice cream I've ever tried in my life, which I will talk about there. Um, so there you, go. There you have That's it. for people at the $3 tier and above. There you go. There you go. All right. Awesome. You have ice cream, Sam? You can come. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you Are, you live streaming? Are you live streaming Whatever it? Whatever you want to do. Are we no, live no, streaming? No, no, Patreon? Yeah, Patreon exclusive episode. Uh, uh, Gino, I don't know yes. if you want to shout out any 
new episodes that we did this week in particular? Um, we did over here at the Whatnot, uh, the review show for all the Digimon shows, which I assume is what you're, you want me to yeah. talk about, Ignacio. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Ignacio, Allen, and Melissa got together to review... And Kyle a little bit. Kyle a little bit? You talked about I was in the Kyle? back there, chilling okay. like cool, a villain. Cool. So you guys watched all the Digimon uh, movies? We or... watched the well, Digimon movie, and we watched the movies that made up the, the Digimon. And we so talk about check, them. Go check that out. The whatnots. Uh, the Cal, did show. you ever end up watching our one game? I did not. No. Uh, mm-hmm. He had you all week interested. and he didn't do it. Not interested. <laughs> not interested. Hey, you already, you already saw how he got on my side, Alan. I. Okay. Okay. So let's get into the news of the week. You're Did welcome. Okay, You're welcome. Thank you. All right. I, all right. So bef- yes. before we do that, I do have to shout out one more thing. Uh, we will on our YouTube ch- channel have a new uh, thing of the reactor core coming very soon. It will also be on a our podcast ver- version of the captain's log that's c- c- coming out this week oh, i got my hands on uh yes. one of these oh. bad boys. how'd you do it how'd you Mountain do it do flaming hot how'd you get uh, it so they were all sold out and i missed it uh yeah. but my girl friend bought me one nice. online somewhere and it got there you like already half drank an hour it, so you before we i already did it's already up well it's not up yet but it <laughs> will be up yet my reactions to one word one word that, for us. So. one word for us here kyle good or bad Find out. It's in the middle. <laughs> like it, it's middle? not bad, but it's not okay. good. There's either. no way. There's okay. no oh, way yeah. it can be good because Mountain Dew is too sugary, so it's nasty. And Cheetos are just overrated. They're not that good. Ugh, you're wrong about Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew is life. You're I don't know. Wrong. I'm gonna Cheetos. Cheetos. You're <laughs> also wrong games. about Cheetos. I don't yeah, know. I'm just have bad tasted games. On I'm okay, sorry. You can't handle them, the okay? fact. Like. I can get behind Cheetos Puffs, but Hot Cheetos, y'all fucked up. Cheetos Puffs over regular Cheetos? Yeah. What's wrong with you, man? But like, but like Hot Cheetos, literally Amy will hot sit there and show those yeah, ones too. Hot Cheetos are nasty. They're, you, why do you need to Cheetos suffer so while, while snacking? Huh? Why? Dude. That's not suffering, dude. Dude. Wow, dude. I, I gotta agree with Alan on the Mountain Dew. I gotta say I was a bit disappointed yes. when I tried it out. It is just uh, a sugary uh, Sprite. Like, okay. I'm going to be real yeah. with you. I, I used yeah. to love Mountain Dew. I used to love it. And then a long time ago, I stopped drinking. I stopped, I stopped drinking Mountain Dew for like, I think like a month or so, because obviously all the sugar is yeah. bad for your teeth and stuff. And then because mm-hmm. I didn't drink it for so long, I then one day had a Mountain Dew. And yeah. because I didn't have it for so long when I had it again, it just tasted so syrupy, and it was like, oh my god, this is nasty. Okay. Sprite's the better mountain, let's be honest. Well, Sprite's also saying. bad, so. Wow. God. god. Let's just move on before, okay. before he says something else. <laughs> Number one. So we got a very PlayStation-centric episode this week, my friends. Because PlayStation gave us their first showcase in Almost a year, not over a year, almost a year. The last showcase was when they revealed the PS5, and that was September 16th when they did that. 
Ah, that was that showcase. Um, oh, yeah, and wow. we had a showcase on September 9th this past week. And let me tell you, my friends. Let me tell you. Hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. Uh-oh. What's he up to? Taking off his headphones, taking off his glasses. Uh, he's turned he's, away he's, from the camera. He's he's removing his skin. Oh Future's my god! Looking real bright, my friends. Future's <laughs> looking real bright. Yeah. Wow! So, nice sunglasses you have on there, Gino. <laughs> thank you. Yes, for audio listeners, I just put on sunglasses. Were you guys quiet no. the whole time? I even took my even though no, he's, I was we know that he has, even though we know that he has Google Docs in dark mode. I don't know how he's going to read anything like this. <laughs> so the future is looking real bright, my my yeah. friends. Uh, PlayStation gave us an incredible showcase. Um, I tweeted, if you think the showcase is bad, you are a spoiled brat. Because this one had something for everybody. No, not, no, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't have something for everybody. But I think, in general, we'll go into our thoughts in general right now. Um, before we go into it, uh, there is... Not 18 games to talk about. We won't obviously go into. Be, we, we could. We don't we, have no. much to just talk rad, about. Just we rapid know. fire through no. them. List rapid so, fire through on. them, and then we'll talk about highlights at the end. Hold on. Hold on. I'm mentioning every single game. We don't have to yeah. talk about all of them as extensively yeah. as some of them. Okay? Uh. So, so there we go. Um, General thoughts. I'll start with myself for the PlayStation Showcase on September 9th. I think it was very incredible. I think it started strong. I think it, uh, at some points it did slow down. Um, but as expected with every showcase. Mm-hmm. And I think it ended incredibly well. Because it ended as I expected. Which is the way it should have. So, um, I think there was <laughs> uh, uh, an incredible amount of announcements. Uh, there was... Uh, one huge surprise that I did not expect at all. Um, I think the way it started with, first of all, I want to talk about because I don't have it written up here. Um, the beginning ad trailer or whatever. Oh, yeah, the chess, the, the, the chess ad. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> someone, someone tweeted. I thought this was funny because during it, you know, people live tweet or whatever. Someone tweeted, someone tweeted, guys, they finally did it. Chess two, <laughs> I thought that was such a good tweet, man. dude. Honestly, um, though, I would chess, play. I would play chess that, though. two is already a game. It's on Steam, and it came out years ago. Oh, uh, honestly, though, I would play that. Concept. Like if that was a video game, I'd play. I'd play that. So anyway, this trailer it's on Steam. You can buy I mean, it. Go no, no, I mean, no, I mean, I mean the game from the, the the thing from the trailer. I'd play that. Yeah, this trailer yeah, I, was incredible. First of all. Uh, let me just real quick finish. I just want to mention the music. Yeah. The music from the trailer is the same music from the Wonder Woman '84 trailer. Yeah. Um, obviously, the the game was the the movie wasn't as good as people thought, but the trailer was incredible. I think. Um, and this trailer was freaking fun. I thought it was great. I thought for a very long time it was a chess game, uh, until they just started showing other characters. So, I thought it was gonna be a Kingdom Hearts thing because the chess. Uh, yeah. That yeah. looked like the chess set from Kingdom Hearts Three. Yes, because that trailer, because that trailer screams Kingdom Hearts vibe the I'm whole time. I'm talking about when they first show the chest. Uh... Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, cool trailer. Uh, anybody have anything to add to, to about the the beginning here of this trailer? It was just weird. 
I, I felt like it was a little bit too long. Like I, I it was I very long. Yeah, feel like I could have just used like half of that, just like somehow condensed that all into a sh- smaller thing. It'd have been yeah. good, but yeah. yeah. I just the appreciate. Is, I just appreciate all the style that went into it. I loved it. The good thing yeah. is that they said the show was going to be forty minutes, and this part didn't count because they went a little bit over forty minutes if you count this. Um. So there you go. This part didn't count. At least I. I was thinking. Oh, they're wasting time on this, whatever the heck this is. But anyway, um, so my friends, after that, what, what the heck? <laughs> Don't listen to that. You didn't hear anything. Okay. So after that, we got our first game of the show. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic Remake. So I wrote up a little bit here. Aspire has gathered the best talent across the industry including veterans who have worked on RPGs and some members from the original KOTOR to bring back the game fully remade, and it is a console exclusive at launch for PS5. So I did not play the original uh, KOTOR, but I know it is an extremely beloved video game. Uh, a lot of people love Knights of the fan Republic. Favorite. A fan favorite. So it's awesome that... New a new generation of players will get to play it. Um, I'm excited to play it because of all the good things I've heard. So so I'm looking forward to this. Uh, uh, no release date yet though. No no release year either. I think. Yeah, this no, is a little it, bit. There's a little ways good. out. Ignacio, yeah. you excited for this? Or have any of yeah. you guys played? Who who has played? Who has played this? Kotor. Nobody. Nobody? Okay, go ahead. No. Nope. Uh, yes and no. I, like I said, I never played the original Kotor or any of the other Kotors that came after that. But I am excited because it is a... I like Star Wars and it is, I think, an age, a time period of the Star Wars universe that we don't typically see. We usually see things yeah. from, like, episode 3 onwards. And so I'm really excited to see what they do with this one. And I know that the original one was turn-based. But I hope that they make it a bit more action-y. Kind of like when we went from 7 to Semir Remake. Mm, I did not know it was turn-based. Um, I think a friend of mine said that they're making this one... Yeah, like the 7 to 7 remake. Um, they're making something they, like that. They have an opportunity to do that. They've expressed that that's kind of what they're doing, but they haven't said exactly how, like what that means for the game if they are making it more actiony or who knows what but yeah they're just like we're it's a remake slash remaster but did we have the opportunity to maybe fix some things yeah Yeah. when so they spoke about it after um after the show they talked a little bit about it and in the playstation blog they, they spoke about it um i don't see anything wrong with them saying just remake because i feel like this is probably remade from the ground up it's their biggest project ever um and you'd assume so i i say something akin to demon souls where they're gonna have the same gameplay systems but just graphically remade from the ground up well aspire uh uh, from what i know aspire has done the ports of other star wars games yeah they have they've like racer or jedi racer or whatever yeah Um, so if this is indeed at a ground from the ground up remake, it would be a step up from them. Pretty huge step up. I think that that's yeah. maybe why you would think, oh, is it really a remake or is it more of a remaster situation? Since we do not know anything the, about The thing that I think is that it's 
it's sort of difficult now to put remake on your game and not have it be anything less than something sure. like Resident Evil or Demon Souls or Final Fantasy VII, because all of those games have remake on them, and they are from the ground up remakes. Um, so if you're gonna put remake in the title of a game, then it's going to be that I think. Uh, if not, just put remastered or uh, Kingdom Zamalir re reckoning, uh, something like that. Uh, Man, but, that game should be yeah. Away. We're we're <laughs> we're in a point where the term remake and remaster are definitely like can can really mean anything. They they are sort of yeah. The the definitions are weird, but uh, um. I, in my opinion, if you're seeing remake, you're seeing something like Resident Evil Two remake. You're seeing something like Resident Evil Three, or Final Fantasy Seven. So, whatever. But yeah, very exciting. So a lot of people excited for that. Um, number two, my friends. Here we got Project. Also, wait, yes. before we move on, uh, we have to mention that this will be at launch a PS5 exclusive. As I did. PS5 yes. and PC. Did you hear me mention uh, it? No, but I, I wanted to talk a, a little bit about it. Do you guys think that it is indeed only time, or is it going to come out eventually on the Xbox? Because the original one was an Xbox game. Um, so. I think the way they talk about it is very deliberate. Um, yeah. They're saying console exclusive at launch. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that already there explains that it's just at plus, launch. It, plus, it didn't have, plus it didn't have the PlayStation like studio logos, so I just assumed it was eventually going to come to other systems anyways. Exactly, yeah. That's true. So. That's true. Yeah. Um, uh, a series or a game that was previously only on Xbox um, and now come into PlayStation exclusively at launch. So that's cool. That's cool. Um, so let's move on to the second one here, Project Eve, which I know... Uh, Alan tweeted that he named that one out specifically, so I'll, I'll get your thoughts on it real quick, Alan, after this. Um, Korean studio Shift Up has given us a closer look at their action RPG, which was announced back in 2019. Shift Up is previously known for its mobile games such as Destiny Child, uh, a real-time battler, not the American girl group, comprised of Beyonce Knowles, Kelly Rowland, and Michelle Williams. Um, so... Alan, what did you think? Honestly, when I saw the trailer for Project Eve, because I didn't watch all the trailers uh, after the showcase because I had to go to bed, but uh, I watched generally most of them were ones that were intriguing. And when I watched Project Eve, I, I loved it. I don't honestly know anything about it, and I don't really need to, only because for me the, in the showcase, Project Eve kind of hit all the beats. It had a bit of story. It had the cool kind of like CG look and stuff in it. But then for me, the biggest thing is that it actually showed quite a bit of gameplay of the game, which for yeah. me, that was the selling point as to why Project Eve looks so good. And plus the gameplay, obviously the type of gamer that I am, Project Eve's gameplay style looks right up my alley. It, yeah. When I was watching it, um, I agreed with uh, Moogleinator on Twitter or Andrew, and we both agreed that it, it, it kind of gives like a Devil May Cry, Scarlet Nexus, and Bayonetta kind of like a fusion a little bit of all three of those because some of the dodges a in the near, trailer you don't think near uh a little bit too but i didn't get a near vibe because so it basically looks you're saying a jrpg yeah <laughs> but more specifically though like when she dodges in the trailer it really looks a lot like how bayonetta can kind of dodge yeah but the the environments of just the aesthetic with kind of the demented monsters gives me that devil may cry vibes of demons mm -hmm. and just kind of the movement and because this isn't like 
like I this one I can't explain. It just also gives me Scarlet Nexus vibes. And I, that's probably yeah. because it looks super anime looking. My only concern, and this is this will ring true to every single game they show it in any game I see forward is. There's so many games that even when they show gameplay, games can look incredible, but not play very well. Scarlet Nexus looked incredible. Scarlet Nexus was a great game, but it wasn't quite as fluid and, you know, I guess super hard on the combo experience as the trailer made you believe. Biomutant looked really good and incredible with the combat in its trailer, and that game was very lackluster. So mm. while I'm very excited for Project Eve, I also have that bit of skepticism where until I play the game, I'm excited, but it could just be made to look really good. It might yeah. not be as good as it looks, but I'm hopeful because I think it looks incredible. Yeah. A few yeah. things I want to point out uh, is the enemy design. I think the enemy design looks freaking wild. Yeah. Um, some of the enemies look genuinely scary, um, which I think is cool. Uh, yeah, I got as soon as I the trailer started, I for some reason thought Bayonetta. So it does give that vibe. Um, then I saw. I thought this was Parasite Eve. That's what I thought when I saw the name I, of the trailer. I, I when don't... I saw Project Eve, that's what I thought. Well, yeah, because they they keep c- c- calling her e- e- Eve. They keep yeah. mentioning parasites, and so I was just like, is this a Parasite Eve thing? Which I, I know nothing about, so I wouldn't really know. But it was just like those were the yeah. two things that I latched on to. On to. So yeah. I I don't know if this is related or not. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So another thing that I mentioned, it, it is a Korean company, so uh, I have an affinity for uh, South Korea, and uh, I'm excited for this because of that. I think I think they do cool. great work over there. They do great work over there in that country. So, so uh, BTS, as you know, comes out of Korea. Um, anyway, uh, Ignacio, you have anything to add about this uh, project team over here? It looked pretty cool. I am intrigued about how it, it plays, like like Alan said. Uh, yeah. I don't, but yeah, I'm not a near fan or Bayonetta or yeah, yeah, whatever. But it okay. looked pretty cool. Sounds. Good. I mean, as Gino as Gino said, this showcase had something for g- not everyone, but generally every like a lot of people. There was something yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, something for other people. Number three, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. So we got our first, I think, I'm, I believe this is the first gameplay look at yeah. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Um, and this is coming out in March, correct? I think March 25th, 2022. Um, so as we all know, Tiny Tina's Wonderland is a spinoff of Borderlands with a more fantasy vibe. Uh, from the trailer that they showed at the showcase, it looked like this is tiny tina's fantasy like she's playing D with her yeah. friends mm-hmm. and that's what we're playing as so as you can see there she was playing uh D&D. um and it just combines fantasy like spells with guns which is just cool yeah uh, it looked pretty much like borderlands but if you added yeah more fantasy elements to it you still yeah. have your guns still have a all your loot and your crazy weapons, but it has more of a a fantasy vibe to it than Borderlands. Like I, yeah. I don't know if, for example, in Borderlands we saw swords as a type of weapon. I don't I believe we, we did. No. I I think it was only as a melee attack for one of the classes. But did we ever see melee weapons at all for Borderlands? Yeah, I don't think I don't think so. 
that's one thing that it took out to me from this one since it is more of a fantasy style game it is yeah. does have more of an emphasis on fantasy type weapons like swords yeah exactly um i mean no no nothing for alan what about you this... uh Kyle? not for me i'm not a big <laughs> yeah. borderlands fan cool same that's yeah, fine i think borderlands um all the way up to three sort of uh it just stayed it, a lot of the same yeah it, it felt really same. all of them felt samey so yeah. i think this specific one is good for the series because of how much it's changing it but keeping that sort of that borderlands um the borderlands soul that that people love so much but it is changing yeah. it so yep. uh I guess we'll see how it does. We'll see how it does. I mean, I'm not a fan of D&D, and, like, when I was watching the showcase at work the next day, when I watched, like, the whole thing, that it was, it was that, when I got to that trailer, I was just kind of, I, like, tuned out. I was like, yeah, I don't like this. This isn't for me. Yeah. Like, for me, that was yeah. one of the weaker parts of the showcase. Yeah, yeah I'm not, I, I have to agree with that. It, it was a bit of a low point for me. Yeah. And then, my friends, we got to a real high point after that. After Tiny Tina's Wonderland, we got a new trailer for Forspoken. And uh, this is my game of the show. I don't know about you guys. Um, just some, a little notes on it. It's coming in spring 2022, so sooner than I thought, which is freaking incredible. Um, and this is also, they, uh, it's Square Enix, as we know, Project Luminous, which made Final Fantasy XV. Um, oh. I know you played it recently, um, Ignacio. Yep. So, but yeah, this looks like they're really, yeah, they're they're really coming into it right now with this. Yeah. Um, I know Final Fantasy 15 is not really a favored one by a lot of people, um, it's but underrated. I think, yeah, I think it is underrated though. And yeah, uh, it is underrated. I think here they're really gonna shine, be having their own IP, um, the a new story, yeah. um, not not attached to the Final Fantasy uh, franchise. So no. I think. This game looks absolutely beautiful. Yep. Um, objectively, I think it looks incredible. I love the voice acting. I love the idea behind it. Uh, uh, isekai is the term. Isekai, yeah. right? Isekai yeah, is yeah, the term. It's an isekai. Uh, yeah, so uh, isekai, and isekai is... don't know. Yeah, go ahead. and ask you. you no, you go. Um, it's a, a person from the real world transported into a world that is not theirs so like a fantasy world or whatever like uh, right? the yeah. Digimon for example yeah exactly would be one so um and here uh Frey Holland I think is her name she's transported from New York to some uh fantasy land called Athia uh so this was called Project Athia before so now they have the name for spoken and um ah oh, god damn she it's stole just... the ten rings from Shang-Chi yep yeah, exactly. Uh, she has a ten yeah. rings for uh, yeah, Shang-Chi, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Which so talk. what do you guys, uh, whoever is interested, what do you guys think about the acting in general? Like the... Because I've heard differently. You, okay, Ignacio, what do you think about it? Because I like... I'm more on the side that I do not like the, oh, I'm in this new world, or hey, how cool is it, or whoa, I didn't know I did that, or wow, yeah. what is that? I'm not yeah. a big fan of that. I, I would have much rather have it be a, a story of uh, someone from that world go yeah. being in that world. Uh, yeah, I'm not a, a big fan to it, but uh, hopefully they'll do something cool with it. Hopefully that whole I'm new here 
goes by fast at the beginning. Yeah. I think but, uh, we'll see. it's not something we see often in video games. Yeah. So I think it's going to be, it looks like later, like, cause we're seeing a lot of gameplay as you see there, you know, where she just uh, did the whole water with the ice. She's going to become that person in that land. So I feel like, yeah. um, I think it just looks, it, it looks so good. Uh, and yeah, then it, the, 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 the enemy at the end, the queen or whatever, uh, very dark soulsy vibe fight. Yeah. Uh, mm. so that's another interesting thing. I hope it doesn't really, cause I'm not much of a souls person, but, uh, um, I hope that it, it looks incredible gameplay wise. I think you know, speaking of uh, Final Fantasy 15, one of my problems with it was uh, it shares one problem that I also had with 15, which is the world feels a bit empty with yeah. it. It feels like it, all everywhere that she is, there's these open fields, but there's nothing in it. And mm -hmm. Final Fantasy 15 to me had that same problem, but with 15, at least. Uh, for better or worse, you didn't actually explore explore the world. You were in your car going through these linear yeah. paths. So and you also have I, three other people with you. Uh, you also yeah. have like more people. Her... Mm -hmm. <laughs> now it's just your bracelet. Uh, but yeah, that's one thing that stood out to me, how empty the world felt. It was gorgeous, very detailed, but empty. Mm -hmm. But still, the gameplay to me looked so cool. Yeah. All the different things, the different spells that she did, not only did they look gorgeous, but they also looked interesting in, in the way that they interacted themselves with the with the creatures that were being used on. Mm -hmm. So I think that, that the gameplay itself will be the strong the strong uh the strongest aspect of the game. So um yeah. it was also it has a, a, a stacked cast as well of uh actors and voice actors. Um, but there's another thing that I want to point out the, the soundtrack for it. Um, it is, let me see. I have I'm looking at it here. Where is it from the, well, first of all, the writers, let's talk about the writers, yeah, the writers Ga is the uh, Gary Morrison. widow, which wrote rogue one star Wars story. And then Amy Henning, Amy Henning Hennig. which worked on uncharted. Uh, yeah. so wow. we didn't know that one. We knew Gary was writing yeah. it, but. We yeah, didn't know that Amy Hennig was also writing it. So her coming on there is very good. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a good sign. Um, but here, here we go. The composer for Bioshock and Left 4 Dead, uh, not Left 4 Dead, Walking Dead. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> the track was composed, yeah, by uh, um, two people. The uh, Bioshock, which has... Gary Scheinman, which has uh, composed Bioshock, sorry. And Bear McCreary, who has uh, done music for God of War and The Walking yeah. Dead. So them two came together to, to compose music for this game. So I think that's going to be incredible. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to mm -hmm. it. Uh, Alan, this had gameplay somewhat. Do you think yeah. it looked good? Yeah, I think the gameplay looked all right. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening with and again, we're kind of seeing it, so there's no deep dives to the gameplay. Same thing. Yeah. It looks good. I'm not. I was. I agree with you. The acting was great. I wasn't a big fan of all the cons, of all the constant talking of the of the lead throughout the trailer. Like I would rather it 
I feel like if this mm-hmm. is if it's this big empty world and she's like alone, I almost kind of prefer the trailer to have a little bit of more of like a I'm alone kind of like somber tone. But with her amazement, yeah. it just kind of felt fine. But I just feel like it was a little bit too much. Yeah. Other than that, I think it looked great. I I I'm not a big fan of open world games anymore. I'm kind of burnt out on them. So. The traversal mechanics look fantastic, but I'm not super excited for open world games. But it looked okay. good. I'll I'll still buy it and play it. But I just I just hope it's not going to be an open world where it's going to be oh just keep running around and collect things like like. But I feel mm-hmm. like it should lean heavily into combat. Like make the world feel overgrown with things she has to fight constantly. Like make the gameplay and combat engaging. Don't just make yeah. it the run of the mill. A, B's to C, grabbing shit, because I'm tired Good of thoughts. that. Good thoughts. So. I, I, I agree. Good thoughts. Um, these next three games, guys. I... Okay. Uh, I guess my, my thoughts yeah. don't count. Yeah, uh... you literally just <laughs> said, fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, do you like this? It's all good. It's all good. Uh, no, yeah, no, I'm I, I, I'm excited for this one. I didn't really think the trailer was all that good, uh, but I, I did think the a- action, like the, the spells and stuff that you're doing, the traversal looked fantastic. Um, but I, yeah, I still just I want to see more to really formulate yeah. an opinion. But yeah, I'm excited. That would be, that'd be funny if you were like, what about my thoughts? And then you're like, this game looked like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Moving um, on. <laughs> uh, um, so, guys, the next three games, uh, you guys have the doc here. Um, do we have anything to say about them? I just want to ask you guys before, do you have anything to say about any of them? Uh, I think one of them, uh, the I, middle one, we might have something to say about. But, uh, I have something to say about seven. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got so, I got uh, I got I got a couple things on six and eight, but not too much. More more eight than anything. Okay, well I didn't say that. Well, eight's not three, those I said next the next three. three. But, uh, just saying. <laughs> just saying. Um, number five, Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, it okay. happened. Cool. There you go. It was <laughs> all there. right. Well, okay, we don't need to talk about that one that much. That's fine. Rainbow Six Extraction used to be a uh, quarantine, but now it's extraction. Uh, and that's coming out. So there you have it. Uh, number six, Alan Wake Remastered. Um, so I did write a little bit. Alan Wake is being remastered for new-gen consoles and coming to Sony consoles for the very first time, making this the second game of the show to originally be only on Xbox consoles. So Interesting. So Alan yeah. Wake, I have not played this. Neither yeah. have I. But yep. I'm super excited about this. I'm, I'm more interested in the game now especially now that I know that it's in the same universe as yeah. Control and yep. they're and all that stuff. And I loved yep. Control. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that they are remastering this is just like, oh, perfect. Give me yeah, that. Also, I, I will play this. Also, I've never played it. I don't think I've ever seen gameplay of it because seeing gameplay of it now looked more interesting than I thought it was before. So, um... I think these games are scary, right? So I have a hard time playing Control because it's kind of scary to me. Oh my god. What? Um, Control is not even scary. And I think this one's even scarier from oh the look of the god. trailer. Right? Oh so from the game, from the the idea that I have of the gameplay, uh, Ignacio, I think I played it once, is it's very, there's a big emphasis on your flashlight. 
Yeah, that's what I thought before. I thought that yeah. you were somehow fighting people with with your. Just well, your you are. Look, they're in the trailer. Oh no, wait, that well, was a shotgun. Okay. Well, honestly, <laughs> if you if if anyone's played the DLC for Control, the Alan Wake <gasps> DLC, it gives you the best idea of what the light is actually used for. Like, it's actually very oh. enlightening. Like, hold on, it's yeah. awe, It's called hold the on. Awe expansion, right? The Aw. Yeah. A-W-E? Uh, A-E-W. Yes. A-E-W Alan or A-W-E? Well, there's two expansions. That I, That's what I was going to say, because Kyle said it. Alan Wake expansion. Yeah, the, it's A-W-E. If that's what they were going for, or just, I don't know. I don't, you know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah, but, uh, that is what they were going for. Oh, it is? Okay. All right, cool. I thought I was being, you know, clever. Um, anyway. <laughs> they thought of it first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I do want to try this. I want to get past that fear of uh of thinking these games are too scary um because i know that they're very good so uh i feel like i'm going to play this first and then go to control and then sort of you know get that that experience mm. of it um so yeah this uh looks exciting that's fair oh. this looks exciting uh then number seven uh gt5 delayed to march 2022 <laughs> Yeah. Usually, in, yeah. initially coming December eighth, uh, but now they delayed. Was it December, yeah. not November? December, yeah. Okay. Uh, so three months, a three month delay. What do you have to say, Ignacio? You wanted to say something? Uh yeah. GTA, of course. We all know the meme that it, <laughs> it came out of PS three, PS four, now PS five. I was kind of looking forward to this one because uh. Uh, with the whole SSD thing and now 4K and how good it could look, I was looking forward to it because, yeah, the game came out eight years ago this September, but still the game it is still pretty cool, pretty good. Yeah. And so I I have been kind of itching to jump back into it. Uh, my problems with the trailer and with the whole way they they've communicated the whole new. This is a new version of the game. Is that they keep saying, "Hey, we got new enhancements. We got new, we have new content or whatever. We have new things," and then they do not say what they are. They <laughs> the trailer here keeps saying, oh, "We have a new they, new content, they have, new content." But it was a so shot of stuff. the game. <laughs> well, you don't even need to game. know what it is. They just know people will buy, 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 buy it. Don't just yeah, be like, yeah. "Hey, new shit." And they'll be like, "Oh, no shit! I'm yeah. getting in on that shit." <laughs> yeah, also GTA Online is still hit there, which they still support yeah. it. Which is, yeah. uh, I think, it is pretty cool how the game came out again eight years ago, and GTA Online keeps getting updated. Uh, whether or not as a single player game that is good, good or not. Uh, it depends on who you ask, but uh, yeah, and also the it ending with March, coming March 2022, and I, I was watching kind of funny stream of it, and so my reaction to it, and then also Blessing Jr., who was on the stream, was the same, which was, wait, what? <laughs> the game, we <laughs> yeah, know exactly. the game was coming in November, or December. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, as uh, Sam said in the chat, uh, in the Twitch chat, this shit again. <laughs> so uh, no, it's it's GTA specifically fun. it's specifically the meme of the character from the old oh, GTA shit, where he goes, go "Oh again. shit, here we go again." Or that exactly. <laughs> but uh, so GTA Five delayed to March twenty twenty two. There you have it. I feel like just that the like I feel like GTA Five seeing it again. I feel like 
this game is really only for those that exclusively almost play the multiplayer. I feel like it's advertising the story and stuff of the, of the single player, but I feel like it's really advertising to those who want to buy it to play online with their current with the, the current gen friends. I feel yeah. like that's what it's I don't for. Know if, I don't know if it is necessarily that. I think that uh, people that played GTA 5, and that's a lot of people, yeah. like regular people, even uh, in my circles when the game came out, people that don't usually, don't usually play video games, they all had GTA 5 because that's the game everyone had. And I think it is also for them and for the wider audience that just love GTA 5. And yeah, a, a new version of it is coming out. Cool, I buy it. Yeah, I like GTA 5. I do not buy any other games, but I, I want to play it on my new fancy console. I think that it is also for those people. Yeah, probably. Uh, Kyle, I, I hope you don't have anything mm-hmm. to add for this. Uh, no, not for okay. this one. Good. All right. <laughs> um, next up, uh, Alan said he wanted to talk about this one. Uh, so do I, though. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. We got a new look at Ghostwire Tokyo, which is coming in 2022. And I wanted to talk about this. I pulled this from the PlayStation blog after they announced they showed the trailer. Um, and Alan, I wanted to point this out specifically to you because you said you wanted to talk about it. Mm-hmm. There's a heavy emphasis on the DualSense controller. So this is a quote from the PlayStation blog. As your skills become stronger, so too does the response from the DualSense controller's adaptive triggers, allowing you to actually feel the sensation of becoming a stronger and more capable ghost hunter. So that is just a piece of what they talked about the DualSense controller. It's just a, also, it's just a, it's just a gimmick. They're very invested in that gimmick. Hey, yeah, it's a DualSense award. Uh, I don't know. It's I turn a gimmick. It up. So it's a gimmick. Bear- yeah. This is the first that I'm hearing of how that will work in this game. Yeah. That seems mm. interesting to me and maybe almost backwards. Like if, if I'm stronger, I want it like I want the resistance or all that stuff to but be it's less not, and less because, it's not because that will make me feel like I'm mm-hmm. I'm stronger and it's not t- taking as much to. Yeah pull back the the bow or the spell or I think whatnot. It. but it sounds like they're like yeah there there will be more of a reaction or like mm-hmm. a like oh, yeah, because vibration on 11 the spells are stronger not you so i think of it as like the blast going harder so it's pushing you back even more which is bo- doing more resistance on the controller that's how i mm-hmm. understood it what they didn't tell you is oh, that yeah. at the end of the but game, then, you're going to need both hands to pull down one of the triggers. Right. Which then makes me feel weaker. <laughs> no, right. but you're like, so... The attack itself is so strong. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, the, the, the attack is, is, itself is stronger, but if you can't pull that trigger back, you can't do it. So, yeah. so another then you're thing, not stronger. Another thing they brilliant. mentioned... Another thing they mentioned about the controller, which you can't be, you can't avoid this, Alan, is uh, they're doing a heavy emphasis on a little microphone, um, or oh, you know how the, the on the PlayStation Four you hear the stuff come out of it. The that yeah. controller, the speaker. The speaker. I, I didn't. I, I miss. I misspoke. I didn't mean microphone. I meant uh, the speaker. Yeah. Um, yeah was, they're using. The they're using the speaker microphone. from the PlayStation, uh, the DualSense, as a gameplay mechanic. Oh, that's so, fine. Uh, so, I hate that, to be honest. You don't like that? Like, I like I, that. I, I hate I don't, when controllers I don't start care. speaking to me. I'm like, no, I don't, come in my headphones. What are you doing? I don't, I don't care for well, it, but I don't play with headphones. 
So I I do sometimes kind of like hearing very minute sound effects come from my controller. I do have the sound way down, so I have to really be focusing to hear it. So Mm -hmm. I could take it or leave it. I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's just there. It's cool. Yeah, they mentioned using it as a sixth sense. Yeah, that's fine. So... So, yeah, yeah, but uh, it, it doesn't. It usually doesn't work when you're using headphones, which is what I usually do. But I end up missing all of the the. Hey, did you know that you could actually hear things on your headphones? Yeah, and I'm like, I didn't know that I played through with headphones. I never but play I, with I, headphones. I though. do like that. I do like it when they do that. Do yeah. created stuff like that. Um. But. So you want to talk about it, Alan? What did you What did you think about the trailer? Uh. So it's really just the trailer that I want to talk about. It's. So as we know, Ghostwire Tokyo is, you know, Shinji Mikami, the creator of Resident Evil, is behind this. And before this, he made the Evil Within 1 and 2. Yeah. And I know, Gino, you'll probably disagree because you don't like scary games because, you know, you, you got to play I with like all the lights. I like the light. look of this one, though. I really You got to play with all the lights on. But my problem is I was very intrigued by Ghostwire Tokyo, and I still am very interested in it because I like, I like this kind of spooky, creamy atmosphere that they give the game. I like this, like almost uh i want to say techno but it's not but i just like this kind of sci-fi horror aesthetic that it has like i like all the the creatures and stuff they got the umbrella the ghost in the air my problem specifically comes from watching the trailer and the gameplay i feel like it's at odds with itself i want the game to be i want the game to be kind of tense and scary but this trailer when it shows gameplay it just looks high octane fast paced actiony and i and that's that's what ended up hurting Resident Evil is that when it became more actiony, it lost that horror vibe that the series is known for. So Ghostwire Tokyo's trailer, I feel like, is at odds with itself. Hey, it's spooky ghost spirit things. You're a hunter, but then it just looks super actiony. Like it makes me when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is make this is giving me like flashbacks to like Resident Evil five and six to what that did to that series. So yeah, well yeah. they they've they've kind of said that for a while that the yeah. the gameplay would be more action actiony yeah and stuff like that so it's i mean you're right about the resident you're right about the 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 that game but you um like it's you have to keep in mind that this is not that game it's not that no i series they're I, going I, for something else yeah i know yeah. it's i know it's not that it's just when I when I hear Shinji Mikami, like I loved Evil Within because those games were like mm. kind of disgusting. They were slow, was tense, and I know Ghostwire Tokyo is not you know supposed to be that kind of game. So that's kind of my own fault because I want the game to be kind of tense and slower and more like yeah. to, to to scare me. So mm-hmm. I'll still play the game, but I would rather it be more horror than this action. And I know that's what it's going for. So it's not actually a bad thing. It's just what I want from the game, which you know, you know what I think, uh, Alan, that um, I think this game 100 percent still will have those moments that you're looking for. Yeah, the trailer just Um, focuses on the the action, the combat. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're seeing every single part of the trailer, you see gameplay, he's fighting something. Yeah. Um, But there is, uh, I assume in between those moments, we are going to get those very tense, slow, dark um shinji mikame moments that you yeah. like because it still is him so i feel like him doing something new doing something different uh is still gonna have sort of his touch on it uh, yeah 
it it will but, like uh, i said i don't think the yeah. trailer was bad i for me personally i just felt like the trailer and the tone were mm-hmm. at were at odds with itself yeah another thing i want to shout out is the character design too as well that yeah it looks good design freaking scary as heck as well yeah well, it looks freaky yeah i want to i want to give you a shout out because since this is ghostwire tokyo it is in tokyo it is in japan i like how the enemy designs are taking a lot of uh influence mm-hmm. with the japanese folklore it isn't like Bony your typical zombies or ghosts or whatever. The okay. one that I caught, the one that I that I caught in there was the. Can I? I don't know if you guys ever have ever seen these puppets that they put up, which is kind of made out of cloth, but it is a head and then a band and then mm. kind of like a curl uh, yeah. down down below. Uh, that's one design that we saw there, and I like how they are using the Tokyo aspect, the Japanese aspect to it, and it is something different from what we've seen there and also the combat of it i like how it is different from what we've seen in other first person combat i like the hand movements of it kind of mm-hmm. in a way remind me of naruto which yeah. there was a lot of hand movement stuff <laughs> like that i i really like how different it is and also mm-hmm. i like how in this trailer it showed just more of the story that is going to be going on with the characters they yeah. showed us more of the characters motivation on it mm-hmm. I think this scary game I will be able to play. Well, yeah, because it doesn't look as scary. Ooh. This looks Kyle? more scary than con- Control. Is yeah, what this, say. this Ooh, looks freakier than Control. Mm, yeah. Interesting, interesting, interesting. And as someone who platinums that game and also does not like scary stuff, con- Control is not scary. It's, <laughs> it's not scary. I don't know why I have this sort of like block on that game, dude. <laughs> It's just scary. It's, it's to me, creepy. Dude. It's atmospheric. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's not. It's not yeah. like a scary ah, game. Man. You know what I think it is? I think it's childhood trauma. I think it's the office building thing. I think it's Maybe. the office building vibe. Maybe. We used Maybe. to um, with my mom. We would go clean an office building when she used to be like a cleaner of those office buildings, and I would go with her. And she was scary when I was alone, dude, in the dark. Oh my god. Yeah. So I think that's probably what it is for me. Anyway, um, next one up. We don't have to talk about it much because we have talked about this. Guardians of the Galaxy. We got our new trailer for Guardians. Uh, this, as we know, is coming in October, so about a month and a half from now. Um, Alan doesn't like it. Ignacio and Yokao Springer have a, a thumbs up, two thumbs up for this one. The trailer, I think that it didn't do a good job with it, but I'm still excited for it. It was better than what we got last time. No, but what stream did you guys watch it on? What stream did you guys watch it on? Playstations. I, I watched the actual one, yeah. Okay, did you watch Kind of Funny, Ignacio? Yeah, I watched Kind of Funny. Did they have the DMCA Oh, because of, of the, the, the music. Yeah. Oh, okay, so they did what they did last time then. Yeah. With the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. but my problem with it was more of a... The joke that they decided to start it with, with, with Peter having a heart attack. I think that that didn't oh. well. But I'm still, I'm still excited for it. I like uh, the aesthetic, if you could say that, but with music yeah. that they have going mm-hmm. on, which is very much like the movies of it. Uh, the gameplay, I liked it from last time. And also now we get to see gameplay from the Milano, the ship of it. Yeah, the, I didn't know that. We're going to see that, game. yeah. Uh, yeah. and from the few seconds that we saw it looked cool mm-hmm. but again I think that the trailer itself didn't do a good job of selling the game but mm-hmm. I like how it seems more 
it seems bigger, major, kind of wider. I don't know the exact world, but the word, but it like there's a lot happening across the galaxy. Let's put, let's put it. Yeah, and I like that vibe. Yep. So yep. if you like Guardians, you'll like this game. We tried mm-hmm. too hard to be funny. I wasn't impressed. Ooh. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be funny like naturally. You know what I mean, Alan? Like that's how you do it. That's the funniest way to to be. Oh, so me and the trailer both aren't naturally funny. It's trying too hard to be funny. Got it. I mean, if that's what you think. <laughs> no, I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't get behind that trailer. I'm not excited for the game. I just finished Guardians Volume Two this morning. I finally finished it. Oh, it was, an, okay. it was, it was an okay movie. Okay, the first one's right, better. So moving on. We don't have to get into it. Okay. We don't have to get into it. We don't have to get into it. <laughs> Blood Hunt was next after Guardians of the Galaxy. Another low point. Uh, yep. Yeah. So this is uh, after Ghostwire Tokyo. We got a little weird. <laughs> Um, for a bit until the end. Um, Blood Hunt Vampire Battle Royale. Uh, I've played. It's all right. Uh, nothing, nothing to, Gotta to say write home about. It looked yeah. more interesting now to me. The, than so the funny, the funny thing is that they make the game look really cool. <laughs> um, but then you play it, and I, I, it <laughs> looks cool. cool. It looks cool. It plays all right, but uh, it oh, looks yeah. cool. So yeah, Blood Hunt coming to PS5. It's on early access on PC right now. Um, so after Blood Hunt, we got uh the I hope final trailer for Deathloop. Yeah. Uh, so and I think guys, <laughs> this... watch it not be the final one. They release <laughs> guys, one tomorrow. <laughs> there will be a launch trailer. I, I think. Bet you. Oh yeah, there's gonna be a launch trailer. But I think this counts Deathloop being at every single PlayStation actual thing. Not like exclusive state of plays, but at every PlayStation thing since its announcement. I think it's been that. And I think that has to do with uh, the fact that they have uh, an exclusivity deal with Microsoft, with Bethesda, which is owned by Microsoft. And I think that Sony wanted to squeeze as much as as they could from the deal. Mm -hmm. And I think we will see this sim- a similar development for Ghostwire yeah. Tokyo. I think Ghostwire Tokyo uh, will... Yeah, interesting mention that you just mentioned it. No Bethesda logo before no, any yeah. of these games, which yeah. is uh, interesting. Usually Bethesda, you know, Bethesda, and then they show their game, right? You know, they're not yeah, showing it. It has to be on purpose. But yeah. again, these are the last Bethesda games that Sony is going to be able to get us exclusive or even who knows maybe at all Mm -hmm. and so i think that they are squeezing that rock as much as much as they can yeah um uh as much uh as tired as i am of seeing the trailers uh alan i hope you're shaking in your boots that you have this as a counter pick um, no on the fantasy drift i already know i already know death loop's gonna do well i i don't care i just i have i it doesn't matter what trailer they show off for death loop i'm still not interested why? But you know, counterpick, counterpick yeah. is an opinion. You're, it's not opinion. It's it's for points. <laughs> you do know you you do know you do know when you pick games for fantasy draft for counterpick. You know you can just do it for the shits and giggles, right? Like it's just fun. Ooh. Alan, have you played Dishonored? Uh yeah, played Dishonored one and two. Um, you plan on them? Uh no. They're they're fine wow. just to be, they're fine just to beat. Once fine. I beat them, I never wanted they to go back. They are fine. Oh my god! I didn't play them. You know, I didn't play them. 
Oh my That's god. why I'm skipping out on Death Loop. Yeah, you know, no. Play Dishonored right now. Oh my god. De- I know this is controversial. Like, I like Dishonored 1 and 2. Death Loop looks like a not as fun Dishonored. Oh, that's interesting. Wanna know how many times I've played Dishonored beginning to end? Uh, more times than you should. I played it twice on PC, on a PC that could barely run it. It it ran the shit. I played played it and finished it once on PS3, and then I did it also for PS4. Yep, that is too many times. Wow. No. And I even... Cool, what's next up? I I started Dishonored again on my PC. Kid Amnesia Exhibition. Guys, um, you know what's funny about this game? Uh, As it was in the PlayStation Showcase, not on the PlayStation blog, not in the roundup of everything that they showed at the showcase, wasn't on there. It looks like I think they forgot about it. <laughs> um, so Epic Games and the band Radiohead are partnering for uh, whatever this is. It looks scary. Um, and it's coming in November of 2021. So Kyle, I do don't have- really know what this is exactly. I, from what I understand, I think they have a number of songs that they recorded for a previous thing and that these are like all unreleased stuff that they're putting and so it's going to be more like an experience but i could be completely wrong with that um i i really don't know what this is and this trailer was too cryptic to really know what it is sam in the chat says it's kid a but i don't know what kid a is so kid a A kid a amnesia this yeah i remember it being a weird name this is going to come up. Yeah. This is going to come up later for reasons, but teaser teaser reveals and teaser trailers. It's do, a Radiohead album. Teaser so trailers do nothing for me. It's described as an upside down digital analog universe created from original artwork and recordings to commemorate 21 years of Radiohead's Kid A and Amnesiac. Okay. So yeah, yeah, it must be it must be more of like in experience that you can yeah. listen to these songs and view all this artwork and the creative stuff that they, they that they put into this. So could be. I neat. find it interesting that they put it as a part of the showcase. Yeah, because um, that is very different. Didn't need to be That's there. Very different. Didn't need to be there. Yeah, there is some things that didn't need to be here, but I think it was nice to to spotlight them. Uh, amongst the big hitters, you know? Um, like this next game that I'm going to talk about. Let me see a second here. Um, Chia, a game inspired by New Caledonia. Chia. So this looks like a little cute Dora the Explorer looking game where uh, the game, the main gameplay mechanic is you can soul jump into any physical object or animal and take control of it. Um, the trailer also started with uh, similar to... Uh, and The Last of Us, how yep. you play guitar. Uh, she does it with the ukulele. Looks exactly Very like the similar. wheel. Yeah. yeah, Exactly like the wheel yeah. from The Last of Us. So yeah. that's uh, That was interesting. Um, this game Seems looks cute. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I want to I pull out... This is from the PlayStation blog as well. Um, the, the developer of the game uh, spoke about it. Um, he said, Awokeb, Awokeb, I don't know how to pronounce it. That's the name of the studio. Um, he said, Awokeb is a young studio founded by my partner, Thierry, and myself, two childhood friends from New Caledonia, a small archipelago in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. 
Because we grew up there, the incredibly rich and varied cultures of New Cal are deeply rooted in what we do. For example, the name Awokeb itself is local slang for it's all good or no worries. Because of that, it felt just right to draw from that heritage and insufflate those sensibilities in our next game, Chia. So, Hakuna Matata. This is why I wanted to talk about it, guys. I think it's important, and I think it's very good of Sony to spotlight something like this on their, on their showcase, because um, a lot of eyes are on it. Um, yeah. And it reminded me of that Ecuadorian game, Despelota, which was at E3 or Gamescom? I don't remember which no, one. No, it was a showcase. One of the mini yeah. showcases. Oh, I think it was PC, PC Gamer or whatever. PC Gamer Maybe. Showcase during E3. Um, I think it's very important for... yeah. Th they are from New Caledonia and they're making a game on new caledonia are inspired by that mm -hmm. so i think it's cool that as you know we're seeing these kinds of games and experiencing their culture um and the fact that playstation is putting a spotlight on it is super important too so i think uh i think that was good i think it, it was a slower part of the show obviously obviously um you know with freaking games like death loop and and rainbow six and forspoken and you're saying this it's a little slow but I, I thought it was nice and cute to, to see something like that. Uh, any interest? No. I, no. I, I liked it. I think it looked neat. I don't really know exactly what it is yet, but it, yeah. it kind of also reminded me of Z Z Zelda, right? Where you're just like running around exploring. I don't know that if there's going to be dungeons or puzzles. It didn't really look like a combat g g game, but it, it looked Yeah, it looks like calming. Yeah, 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 exactly. The more oh, yeah, that, I, that I kept going, the more interesting I think that I got. At the beginning, it looked very much like an indie artistic game, but the more that I kept going with the mm -hmm. soul jump, and then they had the character jump and do the thing similar to Breath of the Wild, and then ending with uh, the whole hero going to uh, this power plant, I thought that the game, the game looked more interesting the more that it kept going. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, we are nearing the final stretch, my friends, of this uh, PlayStation conference. Going real hard after this second one, this last one that I'm going to put do. And then the uh, last four are going to go real hard. Or last three, let's say last three. Um, after Chia, we got Uncharted, the Legacy of Thieves collection. So, as we know, Uncharted 4 was rumored to come to PC. Yeah. Um, never confirmed. And this is the confirmation here. Yep. We are getting Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, and Lost Legacy are being remastered and brought to PS5 and PC. So, that's great. Uh, yeah. Uncharted is great. Good series. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Coming to PC now. So, there you have it. Not much to say about it. Um, And then after that, we got Gran Turismo 7. Finally, we got a release date coming March 4, 2022. For PS4 and PS5, it is cross-gen. Um, do you like racing games, Kyle? I like to go fast. You like to go fast? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like them. I'm not a big Gran Turismo 7 mm -hmm. fan, though. This didn't really do much. Gran Turismo or Forza, Ignacio? Are we speaking about Forza Motorsport or Horizon? Forza Motorsport. Uh... Never played Motorsport, 
I barely played <laughs> Gran Turismo, so Gran Turismo. Oh, so you're a PlayStation fanboy? Yeah. Well, uh, does it surprise you? Terrible. Terrible. Uh, mm. Alan, you like the gameplay in this game? <laughs> I don't play. I don't. I don't play racing game. I don't play games like this. So Not enough action yeah, combos. I don't, I don't play them either. So Gran Turismo, so. I just blinked out of uh-oh good for Gran Turismo fans um Gran Turismo so, used guys, to be big at one point so guys I, I, about that. It was I actually this is so I think I, everything's lagging oh yeah I think yeah. everything is frozen oh interesting oh wow only yep, we are it's, it's discord that's frozen keep going yeah, that's so weird um okay anyway like um, I, I can't understand you Gino because it keeps cutting out <laughs> no. Only oh, so it's just for you. No. It's just for you, Alan. Well, Gino, you you're looking worse to me. You're sounding worse, but I wait, can still make wait, you. Wait, I think wait, we're hang back. On. We're back. Yeah, everyone's back. good now. Okay, cool. Sorry, guys. Twitch, Twitch, uh, issues, Discord issues. Um, if you're hearing this, anyway, um, I got guys. I put these in different orders. So Gran yeah. Turismo Seven was not where I had it. Um, the reason I switched the order is because that's how I feel like the showcase should have been. I don't know why they did yeah. that. But, no, it, uh, you know, in my head, it, it's also this order. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, after Grand Turismo 7, I'm going to go two and two right now, guys. Or do you guys want to talk about the first one and then the second one? Like, no, what do you want to can... do? You want to talk about them together? Yeah, them together. Want... I think it's, okay. it's better. I think. So, let me just go ahead and say, uh, the names of them. We got Wolverine exclusive from insomniac and then spider-man 2 coming 2023 from insomniac hell yeah um so the wolverine trailer right i was you see the insomniac splash screen right and i'm like what the fuck are you guys doing fuck yeah spider-man hell yeah spider-man let's go (laughs) spider-man yeah i was like spider-man awesome but what are you guys doing here you just released ratchet and clank relax for a second okay (laughs) and then this motherfucker pulls out his claws man and i was like go ahead <laughs> go ahead Kyle. well like it's 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 the thing where they're showing this bar and then like okay this could be something from spider-man but it really doesn't necessarily look like that yeah, yeah. and then there's this lone guy sitting at the bar with a cowboy hat and i was like is that logan and they yeah. they, they like they show him like <laughs> drinking so cool, and he puts his hand hand uh-huh. down and it's like <laughs> it's focused Right there on his hand, I'm like, it's fucking Logan. Let's fucking go. And then <laughs> snitch yeah. Wolverine. I was like, oh my God. This Dude, is amazing. That's incredible. What are, man. Guys, what are these guys smoking that they have all this time to yeah. make this? That was the biggest surprise in a long time that I have felt for uh, any showcase. Um, it's huge. Fact, yeah, the fact that they're. How did they. Not even rumors. I did not hear any rumors at all of mm-hmm. a Wolverine game happening. No mm-hmm. less from Insomniac. Granted, I, I, I knew that there were rumors for the Guardians game, but I didn't know about yeah, that game. Guardians so when they announced that, rumors yeah, Guardians had rumors before. I was just like, what is this? This is amazing. I didn't even know. And then, yeah, this now Oh, too. yeah, I, I remember rumors for Guardians. What I was surprised was I didn't expect to see it already. That's what I felt mm-hmm. about Guardians. Yeah. But this, I did not, <laughs> not even close. I was like, okay, so Spider-Man 2 trailer, nice. Sounds good. And freaking Wolverine, man. Oh, my God. 
And then? Uh, and then, after Wolverine, they don't show Insomniac. Wait, do they show Insomniac? No. They no. didn't show Insomniac anymore. They show a, a shot of uh, like a cafe. It's uh, empty they streets, show... you're in the streets, and then they show this... No, but before, uh... like the splash screen. We did not see no, Insomniac it starts, splash screen. No, it starts again. with the shot of the cafe. It did the cafe. PlayStation Studios, the no? Didn't it do uh, the PlayStation that, yeah, Studios? That, that's it. So it yeah. did PlayStation Studios. So this trailer opens up with the little light pole uh, at, the corner of pole a, yeah. at the corner of a street, and then the little electricity. I, and I... It, infamous. Everyone thought it. Yeah, I thought it was infamous <laughs> because there were rumors running yeah. around of, so of infamous coming back. Infamous. And the fact that they didn't show the insomnia splash screen, I was like, okay, so this is infamous. They're surprising us with this. And then you see the freaking Spider-Man outfit, dude. The the suit. Yeah. You see yeah. him with the claw with the with the uh, the the legs in the back, and then you see Miles Morales. And then, and then who's talking over this, uh, Kyle? Uh, so uh, but they... clearly we do not know. Well, who who could it be there? <laughs> Great mystery. Yeah. So it it was. Pretty funny, because, yeah, there's this narration on top of the whole trailer that's like, I've hunted everything out there. Like, I've mastered all of the, the beasts, but there's one thing cool, that I still be. want to <laughs> hunt. And, yeah, like, immediately, I'm like, clearly oh, Craven the Hunter? This is wild. Craven? And, yeah, and then it's like, the narration is c c coming to a head right when they go down that dark Alley. And I was like, is Craven about to just walk out here? And then they they showed Venom, which I was like, oh yeah, they teased that at the end of the first one. Yep. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, but it was really weird to me because everyone reacting to this trailer, like like no one mentioned Craven. No, None kind of, of funny dude mentioned Craven. Craven. But like on on Twitter and like <laughs> yeah, on, on Twitter, stuff, IGN they're, they're put out like, a poll. They did the next day, and but and so I, I was sitting there immediately, like, why is no one ta 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 talking about Craven? It no, like it's him. Like it's it it's obviously him. I responded. I responded with, "Cause Venom, dude. Like, cause Venom. Who the like, heck yeah, is? Yeah, I. I know that, but like, <laughs> the, the, the Venom will be the one that gets the spotlight. But they they weren't like it's Venom and Craven. It, it was mm -hmm. just like it's Venom. I was like, yeah. Yes, and yeah. also Craven, which yeah. is yeah. cool. So, uh, Alan, I haven't heard you. Do you you also tweeted that you were excited for this. like this is one of the games that you said the name of. Uh, what do yeah. you think about this? Uh, actually, fun fact: when the week Sony first announced the showcase, and my friends at work were asking me what I what I wanted to see there, I only said two things: I wanted Ape Escape Remaster, which we didn't get. Rest in peace. <laughs> And the other thing I said was, the tr I, I was sort of wrong. I was, I was technically wrong on one part. I said, it's going to fade to black, and we're going to get a reveal of Peter and Miles working together, and it's going to be a Spider-Man 2 reveal. Mm -hmm. So I was technically correct, but... Yeah, it was that. They showed yeah. that. Yeah. So they did work I'm, together. I'm, I'm super pumped for Spider-Man 2, because obviously Marvel Spider-Man, the first one was amazing. Miles yeah. Morales was amazing. There's really no doubt this game is going to be fantastic. Um, so honestly, the excitement isn't really like, you know, bursting out of me because I it was predictable. You kind of knew this was going to happen anyways. Yeah, it's already guaranteed. Yeah. You. yeah, a lot of people at my work and some of my friends would tell me that the one part they're disappointed is that it's 2023. And that's not my issue that it's so long. 
but it being in 2023, which you assume is probably going to be maybe the fall season of that year. So because we're two years away maximum from Spider-Man 2, I almost have this like hype distance from it where like I'm excited, but because it's so far away, I can't be like, oh my God, Spider-Man 2, yeah. because it's Just so put it in far the back away. Of your mind, yeah. 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 And yeah. my thing with yeah. Wolverine, Wolverine's exciting. I Wolverine, obviously, most everybody's favorite X-Men character. But if Spider-Man's coming out in 2023, that means Wolverine is, is even further away, which my I don't problem think so, guys. Yeah, is it or is it is Spider-Man Spider further away think, because of Wolverine? No. I think Wolverine's but, 2022. Because yeah, I, I don't over, believe that. Insomniac has put out in less than a year Miles Morales, Spider-Man Remastered, and Ratchet and Clank. They're, within the span of a year. But here's the thing too, Ignacio. Insomniac has not missed one year since 2002 of releasing a game. Except for 2010. Not since. Except for 2010. Since the first Ratchet and Clank, they have released a game every single year since then. So, 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 like, anyways, though, like, whether Wolverine comes out in 2022 or after Spider-Man in 2023, again, I, I echoed this earlier, so I'm repeating myself. Reveal trailers, teaser trailers don't get me excited. Because mm -hmm. as me, me yeah, as a fair. gamer, because I know myself like you because you healthy. Yeah, healthy you complain about yeah. my tweets that I wasn't excited for the showcase. The showcase was exciting, but I also at the same time, I'm excited, but I'm tempering all my expectations. Things are far away. I didn't see enough like Wolverine could be badass as fuck, but also it was just a tease like Wolverine. I mean, it's insomniac. They're probably going to crush it, but it's also the fact that Wolverine that game's either going to be received incredibly well or it's not. And it will probably be in received incredibly well, but with no gameplay and just the small tease, nothing, no voicing, nothing, it doesn't get me excited. It's cool. It's a cool reveal, but it doesn't get me excited. It's a tease. That's what it's supposed the, to be. It's just be yeah. like, hey, there, we're working on this. Sp Spider-Man, well, listen, to finish it, Spider-Man, I don't need yeah. to see. I don't need to see full-on gameplay Spider-Man because I already know what that game's going to play like, look like, and handle besides some new additions. So Spider-Man is the exception because it already has a baseline and a framework it's coming from prior. So that's exciting. Spider-Man's is just, it's also so far away that it's hard to be like, holy shit, I'm losing my mind for two fucking years, hopefully. Like, like okay, it's cool, awesome, sweet, and now, all right, now what? it doesn't matter because it's so far away. Yeah, of course, the I agree I agree with you, Alan. I don't think, I don't think, uh, thousand percent. it's exciting to see it, right? Yeah, it's it, it is. to see it. Um, should I count the days now? No, I'm not going to count the days yeah. now. That'd be way, so, waiting way so too that's, long. So that's, that's why the showcase for me was great, but I wasn't like blown away. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah the reason I think, I, the reason I'm excited and I think a lot of people are excited is that Insomniac has been delivering great game after great game lately. And yeah. they, they were able to take the Spider-Man IP, which... At that point, before Spider-Man from Insomnia came out, the other Spider-Mans that came before that weren't good. They were really bad, and Insomnia was able to take Spider-Man and make a great game, not only gameplay-wise, but even character-wise, story-wise. And I think a lot of people are excited about it because we are now going to get Insomnia going to be able to, or given the opportunity to do that with Wolverine which is a character that we have barely seen in games. We, we had him in the 
tie-in game for for the movie. But after that, which is a good been, game too. It was a pretty yeah, good it was game. a good game. But we haven't seen him in game since then, and yeah. a lot of people are excited because Insomniac is now up there with uh, the best of the best developers that they are. They keep pumping out great game after great game, and again, after seeing what they did with Spider Man, it is pretty exciting for them to do get to do that with another Marvel character. Yeah, that's why. I even if it to... is far away, we'll get it at some point. Yeah, I want to bring that. Then... I wanted to bring that up to you guys with these two announcements because you just mentioned it sort of. Ignacio, is Insomniac PlayStation's biggest studio now? It is giving Naughty Dog a run for the money. Arguably, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we can think about, you know, Naughty Dog releases the sort of masterpieces in, in video game design mm -hmm. or whatever, but they don't release as much as yeah. Insomniac does. Insomniac, and you know, I have every game Insomniac has put out here. Do you, has the, they have released every year since? Nope. First Red So Plague? since 20, 2002, the only years that they've missed has been 2010, yeah. 2017. Okay. Those two years. There you go. Okay. And then compared to a studio like Naughty Dog, how, how, how much have they released since then? And the thing about that is that not only has Insomniac only missed two years, but every single one of those games are positively, you know, received. Yeah. And also a so, lot of these years have had multiple Insomniac games. Mm -hmm. uh, 2018, they had two. 2019, they had two. 2016, they had five. 15, they had four. 13, they yeah. had two. It's so incredible to see when you see Insomniac, when you see Sony Santa Monica, when you see Naughty Dog, um, or when you see PlayStation Studios in general. You know that this is going to be it means a solid game. Yeah. It's going to be a solid video game. So I like that we saw a lot of that in this conference. And uh, we're not done yet. We thought that that's we not the end yet. That's not the end yet. We got one more game, my friends. Yeah. One more game to talk about. You know, we should probably skip this last one. I yeah. did say we didn't really need to talk, talk about all the gay, gay games. Yeah. You know, so. Okay. Yeah. We should yeah, just we're skip running this one. Time. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God of War Ragnarok. Finally, the, official the confirmed title, no. official title confirmed. I cannot wait for this but as you guys know i wrote up in the, in the write-up here has the same boat entering animation so fuck this game <laughs> <laughs> did you guys see that tweet going around no i didn't someone tweeted oh they have the same exact animation of kratos entering the boat wow and then everyone started ragging on that person obviously because this is a sequel so they're going to reuse be a shit post <laughs> It probably, but I thought it was funny because, uh, uh, oh, weird for the sequel of a game to not to look like this like the same to look like the game. Um, what do we think of God of War? Ragnarok? Hell yeah, I'm excited. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, across the board. I, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to I this. One. I didn't like your this face a, there. This I mean, is another one that like it, it. We we know how it plays. Yeah, we know kind of what it's gonna be, so it's just like, yeah, give give me the game, guaranteed good. Yeah. So, what did you think, Alan? It's what was your what was your your face for? What was the I opinion? Mean, it's that you had? It, it's it's exciting. That's yeah. that's just that's just it. 
Is it, do you feel like it's not as exciting because it's just more of the same? Uh, I mean, it'll like, probably is that be a bit a more, thought? it'll, it'll probably be more of the same. I mean, the, it's all personal choice. Like I'm not super into North mythology. Amy's the one that's our big fan of that stuff. I'm not. So the lore of the North mythology doesn't really get me excited. I mean, you said it North? looks, it looks North, North. Oh, yeah. Well, it I, look, I mean, the game, the game looks, the game looks good, but <laughs> the trailer doesn't give me this vibe of like, holy shit, I got to buy this day one. Like, I feel like I could buy really? this. I feel like I could buy this like uh, a little after it comes. Like, that I don't, I don't need <laughs> to, so I don't need good. to rush to my store to buy this day one. Did you like the first one? Yeah. Like, like even as, as good as, You're like, good. like, as do you, do you, are you lower on the first one than like the general... Um, no, I I mean audience. I really love I really love the first one, but it's just mm-hmm. again it's it's the whole thing where I I it, I it just repeats myself. But because I'm more gameplay yeah. focused, games with very cinematic story things don't bring me back to it. Like if I want to experience a game story over and over again, I'll just watch cutscene videos on YouTube. I go back and play games for for the gameplay like oh but you're I talking beat, about the game as a whole then god of war yeah like i beat god yeah, of war but i'll never go back and play it because it's yeah. more cinematic and slow for its story which is phenomenal but that makes sense if i want to experience that i'll just watch it a cutscene movie on youtube mm-hmm. but and i'm yeah. not like last of us has a lot of like those like slow walking sections and uncharted 4 technically has them too and yeah it's things like that it's those slower story cinematic moments that it's that thing where Oh, I came to play my favorite game again. Remembering sections of a game you're not a big fan of. And it's like, yeah, I want to just get into the gameplay. I don't want to like have to be forced to walk slow or mm. do this or do that. It's like, yeah. just let me play I the game. That's, that's interesting. And I am the exact opposite of that. Because when I go back on games, I think about like, for example, Last of Us. I want to experience that giraffe moment again. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, I want that slow moment. Like, I'm playing Life is Strange, right? Right, yeah. uh, Life is Strange, True Colors. Right now, I want to stay in those small cinematic moments. Yeah, you know? so it is the the different the different style of game that we like. Uh, yeah. For God of War Ragnarok, I was convinced to buy this game day one playing God of War. That's it. Yeah. That's all I needed to do. So uh, the first one was so good that I am gonna get a sequel no matter what. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm gonna play it too. Yeah. So by the way, Alan, you would hate Metal Gear Solid Four. <laughs> I don't know if you played like, it. Like it's it's see the thing is it's not <laughs> that I hate it. I do I do love the story cinematic games the first time I play it, but once I finish it, I don't need to like I would love to play those story cinematic moments if I could somehow blink my mind from remembering it. Like Danganronpa, I would love to play those games again, but I wish I could erase my memory of playing it. That's that's my thing. Yeah. Like if That's I could fair. erase yeah. my memory of Last of Us and God of War of the story, I would play those games again in a heartbeat. But because because oh, yeah. you can't you can't get the same experience the second time. You get a different one, fair, but it's hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this trailer has me even more excited for God of War Ragnarok than I was before because it has the added element of hey, we're gonna stop Ragnarok. Ragnarok is gonna happen, and we have to go get Odin. Yeah, and so. uh to me, that ha- makes it grandier than I thought that it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be like a kind of like a point five of uh, the previous one. Mm-hmm. But if they are actually gonna, it, from the looks of the trailer, it, it feels like they are going to have a lot of story in here. It, it will be as like the the previous one, 
And also they mentioned, they revealed that the eight realms are going to be in this game now. And so it has been so much That's more hard. excited than before because before I thought it was going to be a smaller game. Now I think that it is going to be on par to God of War 2018. Thor character design, how you feeling about it, Kyle? You sexy? Good to me. You think he's sexy? You like him? He's, he's like a, the way he's he looks? A, he's a, he's a, he's a <laughs> big old man. Any, anything to, any, do anything for you? <laughs> Does it get uh, you no, going? Not for me sexually. Does it float your boat? Uh, but uh, no, the, the, my boat still has the same animation. <laughs> how? How? Uh, so so Thor, Thor is sick. Thor is yeah. thick, but with how many C's? Oh man, that's a good amount of C's. A lot of C's. All, all of the C's. Two, two, two or three. From what I, I think... understand, I saw something going around that that is that is defending uh, that that look as being like, hey, that's actually more accurate to what it it, yeah. it is in the mythology. Like that uh-huh. is what he looks like. Um, when we uh, don't you remember um, Kyle uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla, mm-hmm. Thor in Asgard? Um, he looks like yeah. this one. He looks like this one. Big old boy. Yeah, yeah. A big big guy, big guy. Um so yeah, I think uh I'm interested in this character design. Uh, well, first uh, yeah, it is more like the actual mythology, but it looks like I like the fact that it feels like we're going to hate him. He's going to be a character that we're going to love to hate. Um yeah. I think he's going to be one of those. So so I'm excited I- to see how they how they use him. I also feel like in the first game, how we loved Atreus, I feel like in this game, we're almost kind of meant to, I feel like they're trying to set us up to be almost annoyed. Like you oh, love yeah. the, the older he you, gets, you love, yeah. you loved the bond of Atreus and Kratos. I feel like in this game, I feel like it's going to give you a feeling that you're going to be annoyed at both of them. Yeah. yeah. He's no longer boy. He's a teeny. He's a teen now. Yeah. Teen. <laughs> he's he's, like, he's going to be like teen. teenage Gru. I am Gru. I'm not boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Teen, yeah. Um, comment in the chat. Uh, described as a man child, Thor. So I think he's gonna be one. Of, yeah, he's gonna be annoying. Gino, yeah, did sure. you see the meme of the of the boyfriend looking at the other girl? But it was new Thor versus yeah. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah, everyone did that, of course. Yeah. They also did the uh, the you and the guy she told you not to worry about. Like, yeah, <laughs> they did all those. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, great. So ending on God of War Ragnarok, incredible conference. I think this was an awesome show of the future playstation um it's gotten me very excited for uh our consoles that we've uh, acquired um i also want to bring up um a tweet from ryan mccaffrey um, no. that he tweeted after no, th- he tweeted after this that got me even more excited for for everything let me see here i have it right here okay ps5 in the next Two years, approximately. Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, Gran Turismo 7, Spider-Man 2, KOTOR Remake, Ghostwire Tokyo, Forspoken, and Wolverine. Xbox in the next two years, approximately. Halo Infinite, Forza Horizon 5, Hellblade 2, Redfall, Starfield, Fable, Avowed, and Gear 6. Absolutely banger lineup for all these consoles, dude. It's freaking awesome. The future. Mm-mm. Here he goes. Looking bright, my friends. It's looking uh, real bright. Uh, you're not missing anything. 
I, I, I could see perfectly with these sunglasses that I'm wearing. No, right I'm, now. I'm saying yeah. audio listeners. Oh, yeah, audio listeners, you're missing it. Sorry about that. Sorry. Um, anyway. Sorry, everything's too far in the future. Not exciting at this, at, like, right now. Okay. So, <laughs> video games are the best. So, video games are cool. Video games are cool. Um, all right, guys, let's move on from PlayStation Showcase. Let's cool it down a little bit, but let's still talk let's about PlayStation. Let's move on from PlayStation. Yeah, I need, PlayStation. To eat, I need to eat dinner. I can't be here all yeah, night. Yeah, so we'll, so we'll blast through this. We're Don't worry about it. We're already 40 minutes late for the thing that we had to start. So we now. are running, <laughs> like, running oh, past <laughs> running past it, so don't worry yeah. about it. Let's, uh, let's go quick through this. I'll read this up, um, then we'll talk about it for a second. Um, PlayStation has acquired Fire Sprite Studios. Uh, PlayStation has made its third acquisition of the summer by purchasing UK-based Fire Sprite Studios. Fire Sprite is best known for its PSVR horror shooter, The Persistence. So I am pulling an interview from GamesIndustry.biz. Uh, Christopher Dring interviewed Herman Holst after this uh, acquisition announcement. And I thought I pulled out an interesting quote from the article here. Prior to the acquisition, Fire Sprite had been recruiting for two titles, a, quote, game-changing huge multiplayer shooter and an ambitious dark narrative blockbuster adventure. Uh, Anchors, which is the the CEO of Fire Sprite, whatever, uh, and Host couldn't talk about the productions the company is working on outside of the fact that they will be in genres outside of PlayStation Studios' core offerings. So, very incredible. They are expanding, um, making new games, new types of games. Uh, uh, multiplayer, what did, what did it say here? A game-changing, huge multiplayer shooter. So, I feel like that's going to be a VR game, probably. A VR shooter, something like that. Maybe multiplayer, because it says game-changing. But, yeah, this is just uh, business. Very good. Uh, yep. PlayStation building relationships and acquiring those studios. So great of them to do that. Uh, do you guys have anything to add? Do you want to add to this? No? Good. I do. No, all good. What do you have Speaking to say? Speaking of acquisitions, where the hell is Bluepoint? Ah, oh, well. Who knows? We'll talk about it some other time. <laughs> They've acquired Fire Sprite. Let yeah, them I have like their spotlight ignacio not so Gosh. much uh not as studio that i would have expected them to buy but so uh, another thing is they are um fire sprite was made up from the people that made wipeout which is a uh, from sony liverpool liverpool if i'm yeah. not mistaken from sony liverpool so basically just one of their old studios came back to the family i would say mm-hmm. so there you have it uh, PlayStation has acquired Fire Sprite Studios. We'll see what comes out of them in the years to come. As I said, the future is bright. Now, my friends, let's move on to the new and notable. Okay, so I'm a little bit lower because I got my little my little kitty buddy. So today on new and notable, we have only a handful of things. Skatebird comes out for Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Linux on September 16th. Uh, Aragami 2 comes out for PS5, the Xbox consoles, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, which wasn't tied with the other ones, uh, and PC on September 17th. Toem comes out on PS5, Switch, and PC on the 17th of September. Exactly. Uh, 
Kina Bridge of Spirits comes out for PS5, PS4, and PC September 21st. Hell yeah, baby! Hell yeah. The Analog Pocket has been delayed again. Uh, it was previously delayed to October, but it is now pushed back to December at the latest, citing new COVID restrictions with their assembly partners. And being written up right now, live, on Metal coming September 28th with a link that... Alan, pull up the trailer. I want all of you guys uh, to see what this game is. I is just new date? heard of it. First okay. heard of it today. Okay. And I'm already okay. excited. So I'm going to sit Unmetal. here and talk to you listeners, chat, my, my co-hosts. On Metal. Um, how is everybody doing while I pull up this trailer for all of you? Uh, let's go for it. Here you go. Here is Unmetal, a Man of Action's official trailer. Uh, if you're not watching, it looks, looks like Snake. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah, Ignacio, oh, you want to? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So for audio Man, people, it's this- like a... I don't even know what the hell how you even this describe this. This is like this. the first Metal Gear. But exactly. Like, it looks like the first Metal Gear, but more modern. Gosh. Pretty really... cool, huh? Speaking of Metal Gear. Yeah. Interesting. Did you guys I... know? Did you guys know that the best Metal Gear game? Whoops. Don't listen to that. Uh, you need to stop. Stop. <laughs> did you guys know that the best version of Metal Gear is actually the side mode in Ape Escape where you can play as an ape and you have to sneak through and it's literally a Metal Gear solid reference oh. in Ape Escape. I oh. think the best version of Metal Gear is um did you know? Metal Gear Survive. Okay. But no, friends, the best version is when you play Tony Hawk Pro Skater in Metal Gear. Friends, Here, that was put this out, put this out, put this out on the, the breakout when we uh when we post the episode on Twitter. The best version of Metal Gear is Monster Hunter World. The hell are you? T- How is that Metal Gear? <laughs> there, pull that out for the why. Okay, I'll remember, I'll remember that, and I'm gonna play like I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a stupid what? sound effect in there for you. So, anyways, after Gino's trying to just <laughs> oh be God. Gino Viteri. Your new and notable has now been old and noted, and now, Ignacio, you're going to finish this off with the lightning round. Yeah, I'm going to go through these pretty quick since we don't have much time. According to a lawsuit filed on September 9th, Twitch is suing two individuals who have allegedly participated in and held to facilitate the ongoing hate raids on their platform. Yeah, man. So, Twitch is doing something with it. Luckily, we haven't been followed by any of them. Uh, Haas 00312s. Uh, the the Whatnots my... has. They, oh. they have. Oh, yeah, they have? I've, I've tried to block some of them, but oh, most okay. of them are already... Have any happened right now? No. I don't think today, but every now and then we get one. Okay, cool. Or as my friend likes to call them, hoes. Hoes. All those hoes. Uh, Marvel's Avengers will finally add Spider-Man alongside their raid content, which is supposedly coming sometime this fall such winter. So they showed off the new roadmap for Marvel's Avengers. Okay, pull this one out for the breakout again. I think the Spider-Man in Marvel's Avengers is going to be better than Spider-Man 2, I think. I can't even hold that one down. I can't hold that one down, dude. That one's so bad. Your sunglasses make it makes it even better. (laughs) You say all these things. 
moving on. The CEO of Tripwire Interactive has stepped down after voicing support for the Texas law that bans abortion after six weeks and deputizes private citizens to sue anyone who aids in the procedure. So, Tripwire took swift action to remove him. So his, um, I was trying to tell this to you earlier, uh, Kyle, his yeah. uh, Twitter before all this was John Gibson, a CEO of Tripwire Interactive, right? That was his like bio. His bio now is currently full-time philanthropist, continuing helping the poor and underprivileged of the world, including orphans and widows. What a fucking <laughs> character change! Like, what the heck? What this the guy's fuck, so man? Weird, dude, talk about a talk about a rushed character development. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Moving on, a <laughs> yeah. judge. Finally, a judge has decided that Apple cannot stop developers from linking out to other platforms of payment in their apps. So I guess it's only a matter of time since until Fortnite comes back to iOS. So. Yeah, kind of. So I think they can still be like, hey, this is the only payment option that is the official thing. But if in the app they link to something else, that's fine. And then I think yeah. uh, they had to pay Apple a yeah, bunch Epic of money. To pay but then Apple. Apple had to pay a bunch of money for, for something else. So yeah, the... no one really won. Alan, pay attention, man. I am. God, There's gonna uh, be a quiz at the end. Jeez. My gosh. Uh, yeah, there there <laughs> was more to this than just this one part. Part there were other uh, things that were ruled on, but yeah, this is one of the bigger ones. I also Fortnite, the Twitter account tweeted not that long ago how they are were going to try to reapply for the developer thing, uh, whatever it's called, to be on, there, on yeah. the Apple Store on Korea. Yeah, yeah. So well, there you go. Lose, don't lose, play, win, win. Who cares? Don't don't play mobile games. Ooh. Yeah, play whatever Alan he wants. Mobile games. <laughs> if he sees you outside playing a mobile game, he would just crack your take phone. your phone and stuff it. Yeah, throw it on the floor. If I see you on your phone, you better be texting. <laughs> texting. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Was that it? I. That's it. Oh, wow. That's it. Okay. There you have it, my friends. That is all the news that we have for today on Crossplay. Why are you laughing so hard? What's going on? The chat. <laughs> Don't pay for mobile games. He says that until they release a Digimon trading card. <laughs> Alan, have you tried any of the There Digimon is Digimon games, on, games mobile? on mobile, though, Alan. Yeah, just so you know. They're good. Digimon there are, arise. there are, but let me tell I you, give me real close. I have standards. I don't play uh, mobile okay. games. Aside from your stupid you standards, standards, Alan. We all know that. Why are you interrupting me again, yeah. Ignacio? Shut up, Ignacio. Jeez. I was literally saying something. You'll get your turn. Well, just say it. Just say it, too. But I don't want to talk over you. Why do you have to go into this whole thing where, hey, Ignacio, why are you interrupting me? <laughs> just say it. That's just the theme of this okay. episode. Just I know, like, you do not have standards. Let's be Exactly. Honest. Aside from your standards, um, what are you excited for this week? Not the PlayStation Showcase. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm what excited. Happened? I'm excited to play more <laughs> Neil. The World Ends With You, so. Cool. Sounds good. That's it. Kyle, what about you? What are you excited for this week, Kyle? 
death loop, my friend. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm about to get looped in. Soggy Gino. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, so you're excited to play yeah. the Not As Good Dishonored. No, you I'm too, excited uh, to play to play Deathloop. You're excited oh. for Deathloop as well, Ignacio? Yeah, I'm also excited for Deathloop, which is coming out this week. But also, oh. guys, tomorrow, yep. Sunday, something big is going to happen. It's going to change the whole world. Oh, because oh, I'm, oh, I'm going to qualify for my Digimon tournament. You're right. No, Fortnite is oh. having its, oh. Oh, really? its end it's having of, an event? of season. Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, 4 p.m. Okay. Eastern. Oh, nice. I'll check that out, man. Yeah. You're going to be there? No, I won't. Better be there. <laughs> I was literally be there. Be Anyways, guys, I am excited to continue my playthrough of Life is Strange True Colors and then uh, talk to Kyle about it because he finished it already. Um, I'm Please also do. going to play Tales of Arise, which I'm excited for. I hope you're excited for that as well, Alan, because you said you got it. I did get it. Um, and uh, there's other stuff. There's just a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. Deathloop, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I might get FOMO and just buy it anyway and play that. But I hey, look, there it is. Tells it right. it's still, is it still sealed? Still, oh my God, it's still, still sealed. sealed, dude. Oh, man. Okay, don't play it yet. I'll tell you if you have to return it or not. All right. Okay, thank you. Um, so that's what I'm excited for, my friends. Uh, you guys can find me on social media at Gino underscore V Terry on Twitter and Gino VII on Twitch. I will be doing a name chase soon. Based off of the kind of streamer that I am, I will be doing a name chase. Can I recommend you a name? What? Gino Seven Remake. Oh, it's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Gino Variety Streamer. <laughs> Gino Variety Streamer. Ignacio, where can the people find you on the internet? People can find me on the internet on Twitter at Ignacio Rojas B. That's I G N A C I O R O J A S B. Al. Where can the people find what? you on the internet? Oh, I wasn't even paying attention. Uh, you can find you can find me at Twitter at Alan Busby, as Ignacio said, with spelling it out. It's uh, A L A N B U S B double E. Wow! I think you could copy me. Wow! Who would have thought? I put my uh, own Kyle. spin on it, Ignacio. Where can the people find you? Oh, on the internet? I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What do I do here? <laughs> <laughs> You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. Excellent. That is all of us. If you guys like what you heard today, you can find us over Alan, at what are you doing? I'm literally talking. Yeah, why'd you interrupt Why, him? Alan? Why'd you interrupt Why? him? Good Alan. Lord. The Alan. Whatnots on Twitter. The Whatnots here on Twitch as we are recording live. Oh my the God. The Whatnots on your podcast service of choice. Today, it has been cross-play. We have done our live show. We have messed up. We have gone through everything. But we're here, and we're ma we made it out alive. It was a fun one, guys. My friends, this has been cross-play, and you have been played.